返すごうに俺はなる They just see me, then they pass me like I didn't know. But now they ask me favors till I guess them when I won't. Doesn't mean that I am heartless. I just wanna talk less. That don't mean I'm thoughtless. I just fuck with thoughts less. Oh, Steven's back. We're gonna. Oh, ew. We're gonna spoil The Last of Us 2 if you didn't read the title of this episode. So, fair warning. Let's go, like. First, first two minutes of this discussion. Well, do you do any like, any like housekeeping before you you start talking, or are we just gonna go for no, it? No, not really. We just go for it. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, um, I think it was like we're talking about like because a uh, friend Chris, who's also a host on this podcast, he went on like mm-hmm. another podcast, and they like, I was like, oh, I was a guest on like my friend's podcast. You guys want to listen? And then I listened to it, and they're like. Oh wow, they like do all this like housekeeping and shit, and they're like, "Oh yeah, my name is this guy, and I'm this guy, and we have a guest," and then we just jump straight into it. We don't even introduce ourselves, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah," and you're, you're gonna get whatever it's gonna get. Okay. Um. So I'm Steven. Yeah, you might remember uh, him from let's... Carly Rae Jepsen talk. I know, like two-ish episodes ago. Yeah. Um, but. If I were to give my spoiler-free thoughts a quick quick rundown, I think The Last of Us 2 is very good. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. And um, I felt very emotional. It was good. I liked it. Nice. Um, While I was playing it, I didn't get uh-huh. into it. I wasn't like fully invested into it. And mm-hmm. after I finished it, I thought back on it, and I was like, that wasn't a bad game. That was a good game. <laughs> like, I okay. sat on it for a while, and I, like, talked to people, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a solid game. <laughs> you know, it was, it was like, okay. um, yeah, when I, I was talking to my coworker, um, and who also finished it, and we were talking about, it's like, yeah, it's, it's weird because The Last of Us 1 is almost like this almost this historical event in like next gen video gaming almost where it was kind of like oh this is what oh this is what video games can be this is all this stuff and when it first when that first came out it was like oh wow there was like so much hype and buzz around it and i remember i bought into that when it first came out and then you know and I don't think that, and you and I and our oldest brother Ivan, that is the only game I think the three of us have played together. Yeah. Like from beginning to yeah. end. Yeah. Yes. Like as brothers sitting down and, and it's weird because it's like, of course we play Super Smash Brothers or like you two play, play Rock Band. Uh, NBA yeah. 2K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Rock Band. Well, that came out before. Um, and then our band broke up, I guess. And then, and then you took <laughs> but, all the instruments, and then <laughs> you kind of yeah. just carried it. Um, but uh, that is definitely the last game that we all played together. So the experience of playing The Last of Us Part 1, if we're calling it that, is sort of sentimental for me because of that. Oh, for sure. Um, and so the <laughs> emotional impact for The Last of Us Part 1 is like, kind of i think impossible for me it's impossible to beat yeah um 
just because it was also we are coming off the Uncharted games, and it's like, oh, Indiana Jones stupidity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Last of Us Part One. Yeah, and it's yeah, and I think um, in my mind, kind of similar to kind of similar to our Carly Rae Jepsen talk, <laughs> comparing uh-huh. like, you know, how I felt about emotion, and. <laughs> That's such a funny comparison that I'm. I'm so. <laughs> I was like, you know, yeah, yeah. I felt about emotion and The Last of Us Part One, uh-huh. but you know, kind of like you know, but um, I wanted The Last of Us Part Two to try and ha- to have that similar like emotional experience that I had as Part One, and that's why I couldn't get into it. I was like, I could, oh, you know, I like I was expecting yeah, yeah. like, oh, this is gonna fucking, you know change the game again you know or it's gonna do all this crazy shit and what we got was basically it was what we got was a sequel to the last part one and um yeah i think after i um after i finished and i sat on it for a little bit i was like you know that was actually that was actually a good game (laughs) you know i think i think um it's it, it was Similar to the feeling I got from going from Uncharted 2 to Uncharted 3. Yeah. Where it's like Uncharted 2 was like, at the time, 2009, holy shit, um, was, was that 2009? Something like that. Um, But it was like big and bombastic and the graphics were really good and it was really fun. And then Uncharted 3 was like, it's more or less the same game, just with a... I guess a different story, but um, in in a, in loose terms, I think The Last of Us Two does a lot of things better than The Last of Us One did. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, my feeling coming off of The Last of Us Two was very similar to when we finished the first game together, and I was just sitting there like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, it, 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 the first thing that came to my brain was like, what was the point of all that? <laughs> and that was the same feeling I had at the end of the first one. It was like, what was the point of all that? Right, right. Um, I feel so hopeless. I feel it's like, if you're going to call it bittersweet, it's like 80% bitter. And then like maybe 1% sweet. And the rest of the percent is like complete despair. Yeah, like, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, I have a question. Uh, so, all of the the like the trailer. How much of the game did you like the the marketing media did you consume before you played it? Because like the first trailer was Ellie playing the guitar, and then Joel walks in like, "You sure you want to do this?" Yeah. And then Ellie is like, "I'm gonna kill every one of them." And then boom, Last of Us two, and it's like, "What?" Yeah. Um, you saw that one? I did. Did you see the trailer after that where Yara's arms were getting broken by the Seraphites? Yes. Okay. And then, like, Abby was, like, being hanged. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, my God, that was, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> um, that was the last trailer I watched because after watching that, like, out of context, I was like, that was so violent and so intense and so off-putting and gross that I'm like, I don't think they're doing a good job of doing 
put like their hard work into making this look amazing and intense and cool like it just felt off because it was out of context and you didn't know who these characters were so i was like okay yeah and then there was another trailer too the uh Mm -hmm. the one where ellie was dancing i can't believe what's her name again fucking dina Dina. there you go (laughs) um they were dancing and then they kiss and then like oh yeah so i remember seeing like a screenshot like a thumbnail of a YouTube video of that yeah. I never watched I see. it, so I was like, I want to go in as blind as I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I knew the game was about Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did, we did. We certainly thought that. Yeah. And then um, when the leaks came this year, like March or April, mm-hmm. I literally muted every like possible combination of words permutation of words that pertain to the last of us it was like the last of us the last of us part two tlo youtube like i muted everything on twitter and social media um because i didn't want the game to be spoiled for me was any of it spoiled for you i i guess we're gonna get into it um last of us two spoilers this is your last chance before you can turn back um yeah you know we gave you we gave you a solid Wow, we've been recording for eight minutes already. <laughs> Head start, but uh, yeah. So I saw, I, I yeah, same with me. Like after once, like oh, there's leaks of The Last of Us too. I was like, okay, cool. I'll just fucking mute everything. But um, once like the game, once like the game got released, I, I had to wait a little bit because like I pre-ordered it and I like oh yeah, delivery drivers during this time are are delayed. But um, and that's and that's the reason we did the Carly Rae Jepsen podcast yeah. because you didn't have anything to do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man. But um, <laughs> I think I just like opened a tweet, and then the first reply I saw was, oh, I hate it. I'm yeah, sorry. the first reply I saw was Joel dies. And I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know? Uh, I kind of just dismissed it, because, like, you know, if he died, like, okay, that's kind of, it is what it is. But if he didn't, then, like, uh-huh. it's not like anything got root. I felt I felt like it was one of those spoilers, like, okay, whatever. It, that, okay, so if I had seen that, it's, this is the same thing that, and I guess spoilers for The Dark Knight Rises, when I saw on Facebook, like, our cousin trolling on facebook about the dark knight rises he just said batman dies yeah and then that's yeah. it i was like so upset by that because i'm like i don't want i don't want my i don't want any preconceived ideas going into it like i don't want to be expecting and then if it doesn't come i'll be pissed off and when it does i'll be pissed off because it was spoiled for me you know what i mean yeah um so if i had seen that i would have thrown a fish <laughs> i would have reported that tweet yeah but i was like it is but for me i'm just like whatever if the story's good okay the story's good Good for you. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm just. I wish. I wish to have your patience. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just whatever with spoilers nowadays too. I'm just kind of, I don't know. Wow. I think just because like the nature of pro wrestling too, is that you know a lot of things can get leaked, a lot of things can get spoiled. So and for me, you know, one of the cool parts about wrestling is that when leaks and stuff like that, when like leaks or spoilers happen. You don't know if someone's gonna change something as a result of those leaks happening. If that makes sense. So if some okay. so if something gets taped, say this person wins a belt at this next show, mm-hmm. and they should someone was able to like get a picture of that, and then somehow that picture ends up in the hands of like the internet on of tw- get, that happens? Yeah, that happened recently actually. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, someone takes a picture, and then Twitter gets a hold of it, and it gets spreads It spreads like wildfire. So, like, of, of this, <laughs> a picture of this guy holding a belt. And then... Okay. That, for for me, that doesn't automatically mean that that's going to happen. That just means that, <laughs> you know what I mean? That might, something might change because of that leak. Or something might not okay. change. So I think that's kind of just like where my mind is at when I think about spoilers. Okay. So, um, okay. yeah, that, um... I think, I think because I consume more fixed mediums of entertainment, like book <laughs> if, if, if i read the last page of the book it's not gonna change. yeah it's not gonna if like they leak the last page of oh yeah i was gonna say harry potter but you know jk rowling's canceled and oh, whatever okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah or like you you read like hunger games or whatever and just like oh that's probably mm-hmm. what's gonna happen you can't really unpublish a book <laughs> yeah but um so yeah. Yeah, that's just like yeah. I think I just like my general mindset towards spoilers in general is that like I don't really okay. mind them um, at this point in my life at least. And um, yeah, I think I also saw, I saw like somebody tweet or saw some somebody write a blog or something. This was when Endgame came out, and a lot of the enjoyment of Endgame can come comes from not comes from seeing it for the first time unspoiled. And then when spoilers mm-hmm. happen, people automatically think, oh, the movie's ruined, or I can't enjoy this piece of media. And that definitely plays into the discourse of The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Which maybe we'll discuss. Well, I mean, we'll discuss later. Yeah. And <laughs> For sure. so, yeah, and it's like, you know, someone pointed out, like, you know, just because you know the ending of something doesn't mean the journey there is like. Bad, is automatically bad because you know how it's gonna end if that makes sense mm-hmm. it's kind of like because then because that's that's more of just like the consumption of how media nowadays is consumed at such a high fast rate so like mm-hmm. um yeah and that's why people get upset when things get spoiled but it's like you know it's you're still able to enjoy pieces of media whether it be a movie or a book or a piece of music if I don't know how you could spoil music, but <laughs> I mean, I've had I've had a song spoiled for me before. It's like if I'm reading a review of a song that I've never heard, and it says something like, "And in the last third, it takes a twist and it does this time signature," and I'm like, "I wish I hadn't known that going yeah. in." But anyway, yeah. that's how that you was, spoil music. Yeah, that's a that was a <laughs> when Steven read the review for Sicko Mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I. I wouldn't have listened to it and if not for the review of like oh it has like three different beat switches and i was like oh okay okay yeah yeah so um uh what were we talking we're about we're talking about spoilers <laughs> i guess that's yeah video but, um, um yeah so i think um i guess it depends too but yeah that um you know just because you know just because you know the ending of something doesn't mean that it's completely ruined right like yeah. i know the ending of the last of us part 1 but I can still enjoy it, you know. <laughs> have you have you replayed it since? Actually, I haven't. But I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> <laughs> or I've I've played I played Persona Five Royal. Oh god! And a bulk of the oh, a bulk of that game is still Persona Five, mm-hmm. and I'm still playing like the same exact sequences, and I'm still enjoying the shit out of it. Or I'm playing is- I'm playing Persona Four Golden right now. 
And I'm just like, this is so cool. And I'm just like, I've played this exact same game three years ago. It's just that it's in 60 frames per second now. So <laughs> I think, and this is going to like, when I was replaying some of the Kingdom Hearts games, yeah. I was like, Kingdom Hearts 2, I could play that over and over again, like, and enjoy right. it. Um, for a lot of reasons. And then uh, when I attempted, really truly attempted to do uh, Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, I was like, I'm not having a good time. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, obviously, like, that used to be my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. I don't know, like, where my brain was at, but I was like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> And then, and then going, and then I was like, let's play Kingdom Hearts 3D, which I beat on the Nintendo 3DS on proud mode. Yeah. I was like, I just want to play it on easy so I can like refresh myself in the story, get that experience, everything that happened, booted it up. And I was like, you have to make this stupid Nintendogs thing. And I was like, this is the dumbest <laughs> shit I ever played. So <laughs> I was like, I, I was instantly reminded of how much of a chore it was to play Kingdom Hearts sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I think also, and if we're talking about Joel's death, that is not the ending. Yeah. <laughs> it is Chap- the inciting incident of the events of it is the end of the or yeah, Elliot, It is the end of the prologue. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it honestly is the end of Abby's story, if you think about it. Like, it's the end of her arc. Yeah. Um... Like, the arc that Ellie's story so badly wants to complete, Abby is at the end of that. Right. At the beginning oh, I didn't of, even think of it Last that of Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's... And, and that's why... Oh, that's so... Oh, it's... that's... Fuck, that makes Last of Us Part 2 so much better. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... I think that... It makes sense, looking back on it, that it's... Um, you play as Abby for that little bit at the beginning, because it's like, who the hell... Who the fuck is this until dawn looking ass? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this white girl? Yeah. Um, I was like, and why? How she's hella buff. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, damn, this girl's like, buff wow. as shit. And even like, I think when we, I guess, kind of, but like, even when she's wearing like a tank top, I was like, god damn, she is buff as shit, dude. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> how am I gonna fight this? this is the most muscular character. Was, this whole yeah, franchise. I was like, how am I gonna fight this woman? <laughs> it's gonna kill yeah. this. She's gonna <laughs> yeah. beat the shit out of me. But um. Yeah. yeah, okay. But uh yeah, playing through Abby um in the snow sequence. Um, yeah, uh, and then it's like you also get the sense that well, they're going to lean more into the horror in this game because the infected tutorial is like even that was just I was like, "Mm, this is already getting intense for me." Yeah, dude. I was like, "Fuck. I'm I don't know if I just like became like soft and washed up from video games." I know. But I was like, "Fuck. This shit's kind of anxiety." I think I it doesn't help that, like, the world is in a much different place than in 2013. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think, um... Because, because that was more, like, like morbid fantasy, and this is, like, a, a timeline that we could very well be heading towards. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Yeah, I think it was... And for me, it was, like, me playing video games, I'm just, like... How I approach video games nowadays, at least, is, like... Ah, it's been a it's been another day at work. Time to unwind with some video games. Unwind. So I'm just like, Leisure, yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, ah, oh, time to uh, sit back, crack open a cold one, and uh, decompress with some Last of Us yeah. Part Two. <laughs> That's why I think that was why. 
in my in my no it's weird because in my head i feel like it took me a long ass time to finish last of us part two because it took me like two weeks <laughs> and i'm in mm-hmm. compared to when i played through yakuza three through five that took me like a month um mm-hmm. and those like, you, for all of that yeah Wow. <laughs> yeah, because wow. uh, Yakuza Three was about twenty is about twenty twenty five hours, depending on how you play it. Yakuza Four a bit longer, um, but I felt like I think when I played him, it felt like it took me, it felt like it took me longer to finish Last of Us Part. I think because it was so dense too, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I think that's part yeah. of why I thought it it felt longer that I. It felt like I took longer on Last of Us Part Two than Yakuza Three, just as an example. Because they were this, yeah, because um, they're the same. They're the same length, like hour wise. It, it took okay. me like three weeks to beat Yakuza Three, and mm-hmm. then it took me like two weeks to beat Last of Us Part Two. So I was like, oh wow, I didn't even realize it. And I think I I I was recognizing that playing the game for long periods of time was like mentally draining yeah like mentally exhausting yeah me. and i think that's like i don't play well it's kind of a weird um a weird experience playing the last of us part two because there's some parts where it's like wow this is really fun and satisfying combat is satisfying and then you're like have to murder dogs and it's like God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like dogs can sniff out your scent and I was like, fuck, I gotta murder these dogs because they're, they're <laughs> automatically the most dangerous part yeah. of this game now. I know. God, dude. Epic bro moment. Yeah. Um, but Seattle Day 1, um, when you're on the horse and then it's like this huge like expanse and then it's like you have a map. And I was like, oh my god, is it going like semi-open world on me? Yeah. Like, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I was like, I was honestly intimidated because I was like, how... How long am I going to spend in this section of the game? Yeah. And then that was only like that was only half of day 1 was trying to like get the generators like, running and running through the gates and shit. And, yeah, and then the second half of day 1 is going to the TV station. So it's like the the that I really liked that open air or the open world section because it's like the game is telling you explore and you will learn more about the world and the people who live in it and you'll get cool stuff yeah you'll get a shotgun if you go inside the bank yeah and it yeah for sure and i think i didn't get the shotgun in the bank i got it later <laughs> Bro. yeah i suck <laughs> yeah it's but um <laughs> you spent two weeks on this yeah. game and you <laughs> yeah but um wait did you go inside the bank did i i don't even remember oh my god you like go, you go inside the bank and then it's like oh these people attempted a robbery on outbreak day and then like you see all the stacks of cash that are now worthless and then one of them is holding a shot you never saw I never this saw it. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and I, that was also my thought i was like someone could just ride by this cuz it's kind of like a a secluded opening it's like a collapsed building and then there's like a tiny thing that you can squeeze through and then you go in and it's like oh my god there's this whole story section oh, wow. and you get like bombarded by infected and then you get the shotgun and then it's like cool now test your shotgun here more infected you never got no, that I never got that yeah i told this whole story about this attempted robbery on outbreak day 
neat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was cool. Um, so I guess, yeah. Did you, you did you go inside the synagogue? I did. Oh, you had yeah, to because you had to the get story, the gas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you go inside the weird, like, dog shop, like the pet shop? Uh, I did. I don't really remember a lot of it. I just remember I was freaked out because I was like, there's going to be some shit in here. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the music store, I think. I went to the music store. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't remember if that was part of the story, but I think I was like, if you did not touch that guitar, then you don't get the Take On Me cover, which is one of my favorite moments of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was the Take On Me cover. I was like, first I was like, why this song? And then like listening to the words, I was like, Mm-hmm. Actually, oh no! I, can we like backtrack all the way to Joel dying again? I just oh, I yeah, just sure, remembered sure, sure. like my favorite part of the game while I was playing mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. It was when they were captured, so they figure out it's Joel and Tommy. Joel gets shot. He mm-hmm. gets you know pinned down, mm-hmm. and then I remember like I enjoy. I really really liked this cutscene. This was like one of my favorite like cutscenes I've ever seen. It was because it was when uh, Abby is looking at Joel, and Abby says, "It's like, oh, do you take? Like, do you remember me? Take a guess." <laughs> and then Joel, he had like this look of just utter confusion because he's done so much bad shit in his life, yeah. and I was just like, yeah. he's like, it was part like he was angry about the situation, and it was the other part was like, it was the other part was like, the same, the same look of confusion you give when it's the same look of confusion like i would have if someone introduced themselves at a party and i was like oh yeah we met before and i was like not a clue yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so that was like one of my that was like my favorite part of the game while i was playing it was like joel mm-hmm. was like has done so much bad shit in his life and um mm-hmm. the when he confronted by this like from by this one of the many many demons from his past, he's just like, <sighs> just just take. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I'm just like, I I don't know, dude. <laughs> like, I can. Yeah. Oh, we met, maybe. I don't know. Dude, who did I kill? <laughs> Fuck. Pet, pet, pet? Yeah, I was, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I Henry Sam. Yeah, I was like, shit, man. This is a lot. I was like, it's, yeah. I, but, uh, yeah, that was just an aside. I was like, were you part of the weird cannibals? In the <laughs> yeah. Winter like, there was part? the cannibals. There was. Uh, I tortured a lot of people. I shot a guy yeah. in the dick. Uh, <laughs> you know, I stabbed somebody in the neck, uh, like with a makeshift shiv. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, just like he's like, you could tell, like in his mind, it's like the way that it was acted. He was like trying to like remember, like. Who do you yeah. meet this person? Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that was like my. I think I think the re the 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 moment that it was Abby and Owen in the snow, and then they're talking about a plan. They're like, "How do we know he's in there?" I'm like, "These motherfuckers are after Joel." Yeah. I was like, "There's no who's the other he? Tommy? No, it's not Tommy. <laughs> they're after Jesse. Yeah, they're guy. after Jesse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did Jesse do?" <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think, um, and I guess even before that, it's like, um, the, the game opens with Joel confiding to Tommy what happened at the Firefly Hospital. Yeah. And it's like, 
I thought it was curious. I was like, so this isn't, this didn't, <sighs> it's like a fresh secret at that point, I guess. Yeah. And like, it didn't, I didn't realize like even how many people didn't know Ellie was immune. Hmm. Because Dina didn't even know. Well, I guess we're kind of jumping all over the place. Um, but I thought that was curious that they decided to open with us playing as Joel, Rip, and then he's telling the secret. And then you can sort of tell, like, Ellie has her own house? <laughs> like, that was kind of weird. Yeah. And they're, like, um, clearly sort of estranged or some sort of distance between them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that it was told, um, a chronologically, like not linear. Yeah, it's kind of like this podcast where we kind of just jumped <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, can we jump back to the very beginning real quick? I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, so Seattle day one, you, the, the horse dies. Yeah. Rip, rip, uh, shimmer, shimmer. Yeah. And then. When you make it to the TV station, it's like these people are. Oh, this is what all oh, the hanging bodies, right? And they're like disemboweled. Yeah. I was like, what? What? Is this? <laughs> what the fuck am I going to witness? <laughs> oh fuck! Because that's where that's like, and you you have some encounters with infected before that, but it was like that was the moment. <laughs> I was like, "Is it? This is gonna be? This is a horror game?" Yeah. Like, I think Last of Us Part One. It had some creepy parts, but by and large, I'd still call it like a action adventure. Like, it's like creepy and charting. Yeah. But the the hang the hanging bodies. I was like, I I I needed I need to pause for. A minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was just like the. Every single chapter of the game, like, it's a, you're, you're looking for someone, yeah, but really what you're getting to the bottom of is, like, what happened to this person. Mm -hmm. It's not even like you're looking for them. It's never straightforward. It's like, I'm going to find X person, and then I'm going to get the information, and I'm going to use that information. Like, it's never, it never plays out that way. Right. Um, but... The TV station really fucked me up. I was like, "This, this is this is <laughs> this is too much." Oh, uh, and I think I was playing with, uh, well, I was playing with subtitles off, and I think it threw me because they were talking about like scars and like it's a creepy cult, and I was like, "Is this gonna be Outlast 2? <laughs> because I hated that game. Um, <laughs> I don't know what were what were your thoughts going into the TV station? <laughs> um, just a lot of confusion. I'm just like, what the fuck is this uh, place? <laughs> yeah. It's weird because like I've been I'm like, wow, like, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's crazy. I've been to Seattle too. I was just like, this is <laughs> yeah, this is cool. But um, yeah, I didn't. I was like, uh, I think it's just like a lot of confusion about everything. <laughs> I'm just like, this is a mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I think um. I was just mostly concerned with Ellie is her mission is to kill Abby. Right. But then the whole time is like, how are we going to get, how are we going to get to that point? And then it's just like a, a mix of really intense fighting and just happenstance that it, (laughs) it plays out that way. Yeah. 
Um, so I think I was like, how is this going to work? Yeah. We're going to the TV station. Is anyone even going to be there? And then, yeah, I guess they were all hanging by the yeah. intestines. I, or oh, I think. Oh, okay. This is good. I think that was one of the problems I had with the game was like, I, I mean, I took a lot of breaks in between the game to like, <clears throat> do other mm-hmm. stuff like go on the internet and watch TikToks. <laughs> Rip TikTok. Rip, rest in peace. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I took a lot of breaks in between. I didn't play like super long, like Persona 5 sessions with it. I did long sessions yeah. of last week. Yeah. So I, was, I took a lot of breaks because, and then, um, when I booted the game back up, I was like, what the fuck am I doing again? <laughs> I'm just like, uh-huh. I'm so, where am I supposed to go again? It was a lot of that, yeah. like, a lot, because I would never, I wouldn't play this game for, like, long stretches of time. So it was like, <laughs> it was a lot of just, like, trying to remember what I was trying to do. I was like, oh, I'm trying to, and then eventually, like, Dina or Ellie would say, like, oh, we're trying to get here, or we're trying to get here. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's what my mission was. That's right. So let's, <laughs> let's do that again. But I think that was one of my issues with the game was kind of like I booted up and I'm just like, what am I doing again? I just don't remember what I'm doing. I think the <clears throat> like the structure of the game is very straightforward. You're always going from one like point A to point B. Mm. Um, so and so that for me mixed with I was I binged it. <laughs> I really did binge Last of Us Part Two. Um. It was my one of my questions is like the amount of characters that there are in the game, mm. because the Last of Us part or the first game it was very much Joel and Ellie and like people that have sad shit happen to them. That's yeah, result. people that come and go on the side, right? Um, and then you sort of have Marlene bookending the journey, mm-hmm. ish. But it was very much Joel and Ellie's game. Right. When you get to part two, I was like, okay, I have Dina, who I like. I really like Dina. And then you have Jesse. And I was like, okay, he's he's a guy. He's Asian. Yeah, I was like, oh, hell yeah, Asians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, Asians. <laughs> um, same. And then, uh, and then you have, t- and then Tommy enters. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, it's kind of it's kind of getting getting a lot. Yeah. And then it gets even more, but we'll get to yeah. that. Um So what happens in day two? It's like you're going to the hospital. Fuck, what happens in yes, day two? Yes, yes, you're going to the hospital. And then you like are Oh, because you, oh, that's right. Because you, because yeah. Dino's picking up the radio signals that Nora was going mm-hmm. into the hospital. Yeah, God, Dina, Dina is like the best person. Yeah, <laughs> Dina was kind of just Dina like this is... sweet person that just got suckered into this hooking vengeance mission. Well, I don't, I don't even think she was suckered in. I think she did it because she loves Ellie. Oh yeah, but I, um, and I guess we'll jump. I'll, I'll make a quick jump to the very end when Joel says something like, Dina's very lucky to... Dina would be very lucky to have you. Like, Ellie had no idea. Mm. Like, Dina went to the ends of... ends of the Literally the ends of the earth for this girl. Yeah. And, and there was this, like, moment when... Um, 
Ellie's mask breaks. And she doesn't know. Dina doesn't know that she's immune. So she's like, we'll share mine. And she, like, Bruh. without hesitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I'll take it off. I'll die so that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love her. I love Dina. Yeah. She's the best. She's the best character. <laughs> um, like, if we could. Anyway. Um, I just want to find out. I just... That's for the ending. Um, right. So you go to the hospital. And then you get the information out of Nora. It's it's very <laughs> it's very reductive the way I'm saying it. It's like you go to the hospital and then you find out where Abby yeah. is, and then you go yeah. back. Um, I guess you meet Jesse. You guess you. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. Because uh, they got word that somebody was sniping shit, and yeah. you're like, that might be Tommy, or I think Dean was mm-hmm. like, that might be Tommy, and then you're basically mm-hmm. like following this like this trail of bodies. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, oh wow, Tommy did some bad shit on the way here. That that was my favorite um encounter in Ellie's section of the game was the Hillcrest neighborhood. Because uh, it was like all these houses and you could go inside the houses and you could be super tactical that way. Um side note, I played the game on easy because I wanted to just experience the story. Yeah. But playing the game on easy is it's it's more of a shooter than uh, and a predator type espionage yeah. sneaky yeah. so I had fun just uh, uh, lobbing Molotov cocktails at poor dogs yeah, yeah my <laughs> my thing was yeah I think we, I texted you like my thing was uh, trip mine move to another part throw a bottle near the trip mine and then whoever <laughs> walks by is gonna get fucking destroyed yeah <laughs> They blow up and everyone's like, Martha, no! Yeah. Oh my god, we're just, just like... It, it was like... <laughs> anytime someone said like somebody's name, I was like, yeah, whatever. And then, um, yeah, I think before we got to the Abby part, but I was just like, no, not Carlos! <laughs> just like, random, <laughs> random name. Lance, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Linda! Oh, you know what? And this is maybe a weird point to make. It was like... A lot of the enemies you encounter are women. Yeah. And it's like I and this is probably uh a thought on games in general, mm. but it's like in Uncharted, you every single enemy is like a big man with a gun. Yeah. But it's like in The Last of Us Part 2, it's like <laughs> there are women who are just as much a part of this organization and just as much surviving just as much as you are yeah so i was like the first time i like took a knife to a woman's throat i was like wow this is we're going full equity yeah, you know <laughs> is, i guess this is feminism <laughs> i guess is yeah. <laughs> uh, oh but um Ooh. yeah um but i didn't and it's weird, like, examining that. It's like, why? Why did that have such an effect on me? Mm. Like, to be gunning down women. Yeah. As opposed to big, strong, uh, generic Russian Uncharted 2 people. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. That was just yeah. A... I think, like, also the death scenes are... They stepped up the, the ghoulish death scenes in terms of, like... Yeah. You, like... It's in, it, it is more violent. Yeah, or, like, if you're, like, if you, uh, you know, stealth kill somebody, and then, like, if your camera's in a certain way, then you could, like, see, like, the life leave their eyes. I was like, oh, wow, this is a lot to take in. Oh. 
or, or even like um when you take like a shotgun or like the rifle at close range like the first time i took the rifle and then i shot some somebody's leg off and then they're just screaming, screaming excruciating yeah. pain i was like Oh wow, that was fucked up. <laughs> it's like the last persons of oh, that person's oh. life are not fun. <laughs> yeah, and and um, you didn't play the Left Behind DLC for the first game, but in the second game, there are so many opportunities to you throw a bottle and you sick the infected on the human. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought that was super cool. Right, right. Did you ever do that? Um, I'm getting near the end. But um, or I don't think okay, I've ever because, done that well, in there's a, part there's two. A, but no. In um, in uh, I guess it's like a subway or. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. When you first when you first see a shambler, and you're with Dina. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, you can just like throw a bottle and sick the infected on the humans and then just sneak around it. Like, oh yeah, of yeah, I remember that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Problem. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Or like you, it's like oh, there's clickers in this area and there's dudes chasing me. I'm gonna throw my bottle. Near the yeah. <laughs> dudes, so they get fucking fucked up by clickers. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you get to Nora, and then she's like, "Where?" <laughs> Ellie's like, "Where's Abby?" And then Nora's like, "That bitch Joel, he got what he deserved." <laughs> I was like, You've literally signed your death yeah. warrant. Yeah, I mean, you're already um, like in the spores, just lung full of mushroom. So, but you, yeah, you, yeah, you made this painful for yourself. I thought I, I thought that scene too was really cool in the way where they're like where she has like the human where uh, Ellie's trying to do like the human shield shit and they're it's like mm-hmm. they see like the pit is full of spores and they're like oh don't yeah and she jumps in there it's a death warrant she's like fuck y'all and yeah. then just dives it's in. badass I was yeah. like oh wow that was fucking t- that was fucking crazy <laughs> so I think I think what's funny is that I'm like. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Ellie. And I'm like, oh, Ellie. Because, like, the next moment, she's, like, beating this poor woman with a pipe. And, <laughs> yeah. like, and you're the one doing it. You have to be the one to press square. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I think, and I think more than maybe the first game and any other game I played, it's that it's, like... And people mention this when they talk about the ending of the first game. <clears throat> is... Like, I wish I had a choice to kill the doctors. Whether or not to kill the doctors at the end. Oh. Which <laughs> which is like... <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that it's very important that you kill the doctors at the yeah. end of the first game. But, um... And then the the person who wrote the game, Neil Druckmann, he was like, no, this is the story. This is the story I want to tell. And the magic of video games, I guess the cruelty of video games, is that you're the one with the agency and you're the one who has to do yeah. it. Yeah. So... I was like, I wish I had a choice whether or not to beat Nora with a pipe, mm-hmm. but I was like, this is the story. Square. Here we go. Square. Yeah. We're doing it again. Square. Yeah, and if this was like And the way the way it's like the red light and then like the like the music gets really like underneath yeah. it. So well done. Oh yeah. And I think yeah, I think if this was like a heavy rain or a fucking other to like I thought I was thinking yeah, about heavy rain you know? while we were talking while I was yeah, saying that. Like one of these like choice based <laughs> ass games, right? Where it's like kill the guy, don't kill the guy. Or it's like um yeah. stuff like that. That would have been a big mechanic. But like with Last of Us, Last of Us yeah. Part Two, it's like, no, this is what we're gonna this is what you're gonna do. 
<laughs> like you have no choice. It's like it's like strapping yourself into a roller coaster where it's like you go up the hill and it's like you're going down. Yeah, you're going down. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> heavy rain tangent. The scene I was thinking of was the chamber of cutting off the pinky. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you literally in the game. It's built into the game. You can just walk out. <laughs> like, what will you do to save your son? Will you lose a part of yourself? Will you cut off the end of your finger? Nope. Or <laughs> 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 like, yeah. Or it's like, um, you're playing as like Scott Shelby, and then you're like trying to like get money from uh-huh. this. You're trying to get like information from this sex worker, and then like you yeah. hear like. <laughs> Some violent noises. You're like, ah, fuck, ow. <laughs> it's like the first, the first person that could lead you to the case, and then it's like, oh, there's, there's some domestic abuse. That's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, you're just now. like, cut well, yeah, she gave me that information. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> just... Well, this is scary. Turns out, yeah, right. Um, so yeah, player. The... Whereas those games will. Um, they 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 wield player agency in a way that it's like, you make the choice. This is your story. Yeah. This is this is this is how the game will turn out for you. Um, you still haven't played Detroit Become Human. No, I haven't. Have you? I have not. I feel like it'd be weird to play okay. it now. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. once said, "Thanks, oh my thanks, God. thanks, but, white robot." Um, my um experience of that game was so traumatizing for me. Like the story, (laughs) like the outcome that I got was so upsetting, like viscerally upsetting that I cannot play that game ever again. (laughs) Because every other, any any other ending, any other better ending would just feel like hollow wish fulfillment. (laughs) Like it would be a fan fiction of what actually (laughs) happened in my game, which was one of the main characters was so close, so, so, so close to, like, reaching the end goal of her story, and she dropped dead. Oh. And I was like, uh, Was that the, the border ending? <laughs> damn it. Yeah, yeah, spoilers for Detroit, I guess. Yeah. But um, I was trying to fucking uh, illegal immigrate my android child to the border <laughs> of Canada. And, I, like, my boat, all like, didn't make it all the way through. It started sinking, so I had to swim in frozen water, and she fucking died. <laughs> but the kid lived, but my character definitely died right at the border. I was so upset. <laughs> I didn't know that. And then, like, my, my, like, MLK character, my civil rights leader character, yeah. like, he died, like, three-fourths into his story. Oh, no way. Like, he had... And then he had like hours left in his story, and my and I made some weird decision, and he fucking died. And then um, my like the detective character, mm-hmm. he like failed his mission, and then got like replaced by the next bigger model. I was like, I got literally the worst <laughs> ending. Not only the worst possible endings, but like the rarest possible endings because it'll show so you funny. like the percentage. This percentage of first time players got this ending. It was like seven percent. <laughs> I was so upset. I was That's like, amazing. what the hell was that? But contrast that, which I think Detroit Become Human does it pretty well, um, to The Last of Us Part Two. It's like player agency, and we'll talk about this when we get to the second half of the game, player agency is wielded in a way where it's like, you have no choice. You have to do things that you don't want to do. Because this is not, you, you are not Ellie. Yeah. Ellie is not like a player character. You are (laughs) the horror of the video of the last of us part two is you are doing what Ellie 
is doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah. you might have avoided killing all of the dogs in self defense. <laughs> but there's gonna be a cutscene and you're gonna have to kill the shit out of one dog in particular. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like uh, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, you finally you get to day three. Day three, they and then they, the aquarium, right? They're trying to get to the aquarium. Yeah, you have to go to the aquarium, and I think at some point you run into the seraphites, the scars. Yeah, like, that was like huge the jump scare with the arrow. Um, oh my god, scared the shit out god. of me. And the whistling, the whistling fucks me up because I didn't. I was playing without subtitles, so I was watching. Um, <clears throat> my housemate is playing through it right now. And it says, urgent whistle, call whistle. But when I was playing it, I was just like, these whistles are giving me so much anxiety because they're communicating and I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. Because it's like, urgent whistle is like just general, you know, general yeah, danger. It's just weird. But right then now. when I was playing without subtitles and it wasn't giving me any context, I was like, where are they? What are they saying? What are they saying to each yeah. other? So that really fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> And especially because the arrow, so like the arrow jump scare. Oh, oh god, that was too much. <laughs> and then you have to like pull the arrow out of your shoulder if it. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, when you finally get to the aquarium, I think the greatest moment of suspense was what? What am I going to see at the end of this aquarium? Like, when I finally get here, this grand destination, what, is it going to be, like, a boss fight? Yeah. Is it going to be, like, she's there and she's, like, already dead for some reason? Mm -hmm. Is this the, am I, like, at the end of the game? That's what I was also thinking. I was like, (laughs) am I already there? Because, like, Naughty Dog games are usually, like, On the longer side. No, they're on the shorter Uh, side, like, 10 to 15 hours. Like, Uncharted was, like, 8 hours long. that's right. I was like, "Am I, am I done?" <laughs> and then you get to the aquarium and you do kill that dog. Yep. You're like, "Ah, you kill, kill this, two other yeah. characters." Kill you cutscene, kill the shit out of that dog. And you're like, "Ha ha, oh. killed that dog. You didn't kill me." And then you go, "Yeah." Oh my gosh! And then um, while I was watching, <clears throat> while I was watching my housemate play through this section, you like look at the surgery table. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You see all the. You see all the bandages, and Ellie's like, and it's like, and the and like the 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 scissors, and she's like, "What the fuck happened here?" Yeah. And I was like, when I was playing it the first time, I was like, "God, these people are like monsters. What are they doing?" Yeah. And then, of course, you learn what was happening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so you get to. The two characters, yep. Mel, Mel and Owen. And Owen. Ugh. Rip Mel. Ashley Birch, she's great. <laughs> um, and then you have you do as cutscenes do in this video game, and <laughs> they meet their grisly ends. And then what was your what was your interpretation of Ashley freak or Ashley Johnson? <laughs> uh, Ellie freaking out. Learning that Mel was pregnant. Because I thought of a few things. I was like... Um... I think it was just like... I think it was kind of like... That sort of like bad guy realization that Ellie had. 
was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I fucking did this. I am a monster. Yeah. yeah. In like that. Um, I was I was thinking like, she says earlier in the game to Dina, "I don't want to lose you." Dina, who is pregnant, mm. and she ha- she was that she she was that to Mel. She killed Mel, who was pregnant. Yeah. So she was like, "I did this to someone. Uh, this thing that I was so afraid of. Mm. That's me now. So now I'm doubly the monster because." I literally inflicted upon someone else the very thing I was afraid yeah. of. <laughs> you know, was, um, I think uh, jumping into Abby's like for a quick second, yeah. I didn't realize how pregnant Mel was during that cutscene. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like when Ellie opened her sweater and there was just like a zoom in on her stomach, that was just like, oh, she's pregnant. But playing through Abby's section... I was like, holy shit, she is pregnant as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She's like, almost. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this is bad. <laughs> but, um. So. And so, then it cuts back to the theater. And then it's like. So. They briefly discuss, like. So we're going to let Abby live? Is that cool? And Ellie's kind of like, I guess. Yeah, so let's, let's go home. Um, Fuck this. Yeah. Yeah, and then they certainly don't go home. <laughs> so in a very quick second, Jesse just Fucking just dies. Pow. I was like, damn, there goes the Asian yeah. guy. I texted my friend, I texted <laughs> Jericho. I was like, damn, they killed the Asian guy hella fast. This sucks. <laughs> well, I think I think for me, I was like, oh my god. And then I was like, I don't, I don't really feel that much. They didn't really give him much of a character. Yeah. yeah. He was just like a Asian guy with a weird black sense. So I, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know why you talk like a like a country guy, but that's cool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you kind of sound like people I went to high school with. <laughs> um, oh shit. I was like, you definitely never mind. I won't go there, but um. So, yeah, Jesse, gone. And then it sort of raises the tension, and it's like, oh, God. Ellie didn't... It didn't work. Your mission. You fucking failed your mission. And then then just the game, it's... It goes four years earlier, and you learn about Abby. And at this point, I was like, are we really doing this? (laughs) Where I was like, we're gonna. I'm gonna. How many times am I gonna play as this character, Abby? And whoa, <laughs> we found. We find out. We find out oh how many times. God. What is the deal with the zebra? What? What was that about? So you're going up, and it's like, Dad. And I'm like, the moment she says, Dad, I'm like, uh. <laughs> it's like, Dad, Dad, where are you, Dad? And it's like, this because Daddy's not gonna live yeah. for long. So um, this was, but. Zebra? Yeah, because this remember this was the uh this was Salt Lake City. Um this was the same place where the, oh, the giraffes were. Where they found the giraffe. So, oh. Like the zoo animals got free and then they're able to fucking thrive in this like Oh my god. Like, You're totally yeah. right. I didn't even make that connection wow. Yeah, it's like what's this fucking random zebra doing? <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was I was uh I just realized that. Um Huh. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so general thoughts about Abby. I really think that <laughs> I'm like, is this a controversial take? I don't know. I really like Abby's character. Um, I think in a lot of ways she's more fleshed out than Ellie is because a lot of our we had a whole ass game and a piece of DLC to get to know and Ellie. Seven years of like fucking fan art and shit. Yeah, and like yeah, attachment basically. Yeah. So it's like, is does Abby hold up to Ellie? You know what I mean? Mm. And I think she, for me, she really did because I'm like, yeah, she lost her father in the this this horrible situation where they were potentially on the cusp and this is obviously still up for debate but they were on the cusp of you know finding a cure for the cordyceps (laughs) disease and then not only did it fail but her father was brutally brutally murdered (laughs) along with probably like a huge percentage of her firefly family yeah Marlene is gone. She had some sort of connection to Marlene. And just every soldier, like, she probably knew a bunch of them by name. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're all gone. All because of Joel. All because of Joel. Like, it wasn't like Joel didn't have his ragtag group from Jackson, and they didn't just raid the place. It was literally just him. (laughs) It was literally... Yeah. Oh, shit. So of course, of course, she harbors this, 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 this hatred, this like pure, like distilled hatred for this one person, one person who's solely responsible. And despite that, when she confronts this person, she doesn't kill Ellie. She even insists that nobody. She's like, "We're done. We're gonna get out. We're done with this." Yeah. This is the only reason. Like they, she spares her. She spares her multiple times. But we'll get mm. to that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Abby is like flawed in the way that like she's not a perfect person. I think she's a really good character. I but I don't think she's like a perfect just like people who are ragging on The Last of Us 2 because it killed Joel. Like Joel's Joel is a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> He's a terrible yeah. human being. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like look, he killed he killed literally all of Abby's family. Yeah. Abby's like Anyway, the, um, yeah, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm in the camp that there was no way they were gonna get a vaccine, but it's whatever. I, I think that's yeah, kind of secondary because, to everything. And we're we're looking at now, like 2020, mid July. If they come up with a vaccine, how the hell are they gonna for this coronavirus, COVID nineteen? How the hell are they going to distribute yeah. it? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So if if I'm having doubts about that now. In the apocalypse, fractured factions all over the United States. There's no way in hell someone would have weaponized it. Someone would have been like, you know, they probably would have done the cult so thing. Like, I am the savior. I have the vaccine. Yeah. You will worship yeah, me. Yeah, or you know like some mean? fucking dipshit with a gun just guns you down and then, like, breaks all the vials on his way to try and get, like, yeah. a granola bar. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, Definitely. Like, um... But I think the way that the Fireflies were so close to... Something. And yeah, and if not for the whole world, then at least Abby's like close quarters. Oops. At least like Abby's close like family, the family that she has in the Fireflies. Mm. 
at least they would be safe. Yeah. If something happened to them. Right. But no, Joel really fucked all of it up. Yeah. By himself. (laughs) Yeah, he was on a solo mission. Oh, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, So you get to Abby. You wake up and you're in the stadium. Yeah, there's kids and and shit. Seattle day one. Seattle day one. I think I literally got chills. I was like, well, we're really doing (laughs) this. And I don't think I have ever experienced uh like any story that <laughs> that is so intimate with the antagonist of the series yeah what you perceive to be um i saw one like very bad comparison to avatar the last airbender where it's like zuko was bad in the beginning but then he was good i was like no it's not that's the same not. like Zuko is not the villain of the (laughs) In the same way, I think it, like, sort of implies that in the same way that Abby is bad because she killed Joel. Yeah. Like, Zuko's bad because he's trying to capture the Avatar. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not the same. And also, if we're going back to, like, player agency in video games, it's like, a lot of people's reactions to this is like, ew, no, I don't want to play as Abby. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to play as Abby, and if this game has the effect on you that it did for me, you are going to like her, and you are going to empathize with her, and you are going to, like... F- f- you're going to f- truly, truly feel the weight of the things you did as Ellie. Yeah. It's like everything gets fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Everything. To the like the part where you have to play ball with the dog. <laughs> you go in and it's like, hey, Bear, you want to play fetch? Bear and Bear is like the first dog you yeah, kill. Yeah, the dog you kill and the dog tutorial mission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I think um, when I got to the Abbey section... And I even had my doubts. I was like, is this going to be like, we're going to play like little abbreviated, you know, like Abby's point of view of this thing. Abby's point. No, it was the entire half, second half of the game Mm -hmm. was as Abby. And I was like, shit, shit, we're really doing this. And then I also thought like, is she the girl from that really gruesome trailer? (laughs) I guess we'll find out. And it turns out she she is. I remember, I remember the speculation about that trailer was like, oh, this is going to be a, this is a flashback of Ellie's mom. And I was like, yeah, we were wrong about that one, huh? <laughs> I, try, I tried not to speculate yeah. on that, because I was like, this is something completely new. Also, 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 um, Laura Bailey, the actress who plays Abby, her performance is crazy good. Yeah. And it's like, this is the same girl who played the ditzy blonde Catherine <laughs> in the game Catherine. It's the same person. And it's like, I couldn't, I couldn't even hear it. I couldn't hear a single similarity. Anyway, love Laura Bailey. She's yeah. awesome. Um, Ashley Johnson also, obviously everyone in this game is really good, but um, the first, <laughs> and then Manny is like, Mel's coming with us. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, yikes. Ah, this shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Like, 
like I want to tell them, like, don't don't do these things. Like, oh, they let you. Bad yeah. things are gonna happen. Yeah, and it's and it's crazy because it's like their entire conflict the the of the wolves like their entire thing is to defend themselves from the seraphites ellie is nowhere in this picture like ellie is just a loose end as far as abby is concerned not even like she just happens to be something that comes up from abby killing joel like none of it None of it has to do, none of Ellie has to do with the Seraphites versus the Scars. And I think, or sorry, the Seraphites versus the Wolves. Um, so it's like realizing that Ellie's just an outsider. Yeah. She has no part in this. She's just literally indiscriminately just killing, killing everyone that's in her way because her mission doesn't concern their conflict. Yeah, you know? that was really interesting. Um, just like in. The first game, it's like, you're killing everyone in the Firefly Hospital because your main concern is saving Ellie. Yeah. Never mind that they're, like, trying to find the cure anyway. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so... I really appreciate that... And it's I think it's very daring that the game... Or, yeah, the game for, really forces you to play everything from another character's perspective. One that you probably... Maybe don't like all that much to begin with. Um, yeah. So Abby, great. <laughs> oh my gosh! When I realized that like all of the, all of the like character buffs, were reset because you're playing. As yeah, a new character, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man, I really wanted to like mod the sniper rifle all the way, but I yeah. Couldn't. Yeah, and it's such a huge twist too, because it's like. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I, I was like, who, like, and I'm like, there's no, maybe, <laughs> maybe, like, playing as Raiden in Kassol <laughs> 2. Yeah. Like, I don't know, does that count? Because you only play a snake for, like, the first five minutes. That would be the count? closest thing, I feel, because Raiden wasn't advertised at all. Like. Okay. At all. But, like. Uh, and I guess <laughs> going back to our favorite Heavy Rain, yeah. you play a Scott Shelby who turns out, spoilers for Heavy yeah. Rain, who turns out to be the killer. <laughs> I don't think that counts yeah. because I think that's one of the worst twists that ever, <laughs> ever happened. Yeah, it's like one of the stupidest twists. Oh my god. So stupid. So it's, stupid that What game. a game. It's, it's such a. It's so interesting. Yeah. Comparing, like, I guess we could just do this comparison real quick of uh, <laughs> how I enjoyed. Last of Us Part Two. A lot of it came from at the end when I finished it and thought about it, and I was like, "Oh wow, actually these." And even having this conversation right now, I was like, "Oh wait, these parts that I didn't really care for are actually like mm -hmm. parts of like moving parts of this bigger picture." Um, yeah. But like this, is the exact opposite effect happened with Heavy Rain, where like playing it for <laughs> the first time was like, "Whoa, this is the most mind blowing video game experience ever!" It's like revolutionary. Yeah. I was like, "This is the craziest <laughs> movie slash video game. This is true, true art." And then yeah. you finish it, and, and then I really felt, I really felt the twist. I was like, "Oh my God, Scott!" <laughs> <laughs> and then you finish the game, and immediately after you finish it, and you. Think about it for ten minutes, <laughs> and you're like, "This game fucking stupid." <laughs> Literally dog shit. Yeah. Like, 
like oh my god so many cliches and the voice actor <laughs> like oh my god like how how did we overlook the voice acting like the children going ah oh, <laughs> d- drowning in the thing yeah. and then yeah god so bad oh such a badly fuck. aged game so never never has there ever been a game that has aged badly so, so terribly <laughs> yeah it's like even something like where the graphics don't hold up like grand theft auto san andreas like that game oh still fuck fucked. yeah like, that, that game, game rules awesome. yeah for sure and even despite it's more problematic perhaps elements you know because <laughs> it definitely even at the time was towing the line of like camp and like vulgar parody of things yeah definitely would not hold up oh if you made great yeah uh, grand theft auto san andreas would definitely not happen in 2020 i know that remake that we want oh my god like they they do like a gta 5-esque remake and was like oh wow this game is problematic (laughs) (laughs) like Like the way the hookers never mind (laughs) so so yeah um so the last of us part two Different game, yeah. different, definitely different game. So, whereas um, Heavy Rain like really forced you to empathize with the villain of the story by withholding important information, mm-hmm. like literally, you'd be playing these things, and then like later in the game, it jump cuts. It's like, oh, while this was happening, Scott Shelby was actually fucking bludgeoning the poor man with a typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> like. Wow, you were playing the game. No, 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 no. That does not work. That is not how a twist works. (laughs) Um, So, and I'm really struggling to think of an example of a game I played or a show I've seen that does it to this extent. Like, like this intimately and without, really without breaking to see what the other character is doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's beginning, like, day one to day three, it's, unbroken you're only playing as and it's completely unrelated almost completely unrelated to whatever fuck ellie yeah it's her own story yeah oh so um i guess comment down below i'm just kidding (laughs) if there's another game that does that or like let me know because i can't think of any yeah um i had the only example i could think of um, and it's nothing, it's, yeah, it's kind of a weird example, uh, is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So, okay. the goal of, like, Castlevania is you get to the top of the castle, kill Dracula. That's the goal of okay. the game. Nice. Yeah, so, in Castlevania Symphony of the Night, you get to the top of the castle, Dracula's not there, and you have to fight this guy named Richter Belmont. Who was like the hero of like the mm-hmm. past game, and then de- I've heard yeah, the name. depending on depending on if you're able to get a certain item, you're a- either going either you kill Richter and the game ends there, or you get these special goggles and you kill the demon that's possessing Richter, and the game continues. So you're at the top of the castle. This is supposed to be the final level. This is the final level of the prologue when Richter was facing Dracula. This is the exact same room. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so, after you free Richter, you go <sighs> up these stairs, and mm-hmm. in this, 
you go up the stairs. And it's the exact same castle, but everything is upside down. <laughs> so I remember I remember you joking about that to to Ivan, but like I never understood what that meant. Like, oh, are you in the reverse castle or whatever? <laughs> so yeah. so you have to play the entire castle again, but it's upside down. <laughs> and the uh, so and oh yeah, and then during every time you save, right? You have like a little percentage bar, and you know when you see a percentage bar, you automatically think, "Oh, it's out of one hundred. But when when I got to the reverse upside down castle, that's when it hit me that the percentage bar it was out of two hundred. So <laughs> so while I was playing this game, I was like, "Oh, I'm eighty percent done with the game because of the the percentage bar. Whenever I save, says eighty percent or ninety percent." So, when you get to the reverse castle and it keeps going past 100%, um. it's like, no, this is out of 200% because you're playing through the second castle. Wow. That's clever. Yeah. That's all. But, is that, are you playing as the antagonist at that no, point? No, you're playing, you're still playing as the same person, but that's like the only... Okay, so, okay. So, you're not playing as, like, Dracula. Yeah. But... It's like... Just living his life. Yeah, just vibing. <laughs> but it's like, um, yeah. but that's like the only thing I can compare it to, other than Metal Gear Solid 2, where an entire section of the game is not hinted at. It's mm-hmm. not, nobody's, there's, I mean, other than probably like leaks and shit, but it's not advertised. This isn't the main selling point. Abby's not really featured in all of, like, the cover art or anything. Yeah. You know, there's no, like, wolf. I don't think there's any WLF merchandise or Seraphite merchandise out there. (laughs) It's all, everything is marketed towards Ellie. This is an Ellie, this is Ellie's story. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I think, for me, going into it without, with, like, minimal you know watching trailers and stuff when i got to the abbey section i was like so excited to be like what am i going to learn about this character mm-hmm. and like and and like why did you the person who wrote this neil Druckmann, i'm like why do you feel so compelled what are, what are you going to explore by giving an entire half of the game to this new character and we learn a lot yeah <laughs> learn a lot we learn so much so 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 much Mm -hmm. um so around day two that um abby gets abducted by the cult Mm -hmm. and then gets rescued by this pair of siblings and it's like holy (laughs) holy shit like they these are the people from the trailer this is the trailer i was watching yeah that when i saw the cut and i put my controller down i was like okay Okay, it is going Outlast 2 on us in that it's, like, creepy cults doing creepy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what was your reaction to seeing that scene contextualized? Um, I was like, oh, wow, this is not Ellie's mom. <laughs> <laughs> we were way off the ball of that. <laughs> Everybody was wrong. Sure was it. <clears throat> um, yeah, um... Yeah, I was like, I was, um, 
I didn't know what to think. I mean, I was like, oh, this is the same scene from the trailer. That was kind of like the thing that I was like thinking of more. Yeah. Um, and the fact that like, I don't know. I think like uh, have it. Not even have. It's kind of just like it doesn't feel like we have the full context just yet. It's kind of like, oh, this is another layer to this already crazy story. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think, um, um, yeah, the scene where, like, the fucking hammer, I forgot what the scene with the hammer happened. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my man. God. Yeah, that's too much. It was way too much. Yeah. Um, even, like, out of context and then even having the context of what was happening yeah like what little context the game is giving you yeah i was like oh i still it's still like stomach turning yeah i was like oh this is gross <laughs> this is like and the fact the fact that like abby was hanging like and then just had like a bucket that was just barely tiptoe height mm. i was like oh my god like just constantly on the verge of getting strangled yeah um intense scene um and i think that's probably the most well humans wise that's the creepiest part of the game i think abby has like the most intense like combat the most intense like set pieces the most intense horror sequences and then like with this encounter of the seraphites the evil cult like oh just she goes through so much even and then going back to the even after having fulfilled her mission of you know retribution to the person that killed her father mm -hmm. she's still going through all this shit yeah Argu arguably worse shit <laughs> like people that she's close to you know like questioning their allegiance to the wolves and then it's like let's try to Let's try to talk some sense into and, Owen, see what that's about. Yeah, and I think seeing the team actually, like, fracture a lot in terms of, like, yeah. after that mission happened. Because they're all, like, deeply yeah. fucked up because of the results of yeah. um, Abby's actions. Um, yeah, and Mel, Mel says something like, I've never, I've never held someone down like that. Like, despite being in this resistance organization, like, this is the, that is single-handedly the worst thing I've ever Yeah, done. and it's weird, cause I think also, um... Yeah, it's, um, what am I trying to say? I think also the fact that the wolves themselves, they're not exactly the nicest people. You know, the, no. like, oh, where's Isaac? Oh, he's in the fucking torture chamber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You go into, like, the, the, the prison where they're, like, holding. Yeah. And it's like, this, this is how humankind is going to be. <laughs> like, that's, 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 that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. A lot of the ire that people throw towards the side characters of Abby's story, like the wolf characters, are like, this is just teen drama because they're all sleeping with each other and cheating on each other. And it's like, no, it's not teen drama. Yeah. They're <laughs> That's a very, if you feel like that is teen drama, then you're probably still in high school. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Owen and Mel, because that's complicated. <laughs> that's a complicated relationship. Oh, I think from from the from the moment that Abby and Owen interact, 
in the like the prologue of the game, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there's something here. Yeah. And then he mentions that Mel is pregnant, like in the prologue. Right. And then she gets pissed off and then goes and kills Joel all by herself. Um, So I think just even in that instance, I was like, there is so much to this character that I want to find out. And then you find it out and it's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, because it almost seems like it almost seems like Abby and Mel are, you know, like reconciling. Yeah, Um, definitely. On that first mission, uh-huh. they're like, "How are you doing?" Oh, you know, pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you're out on the field. That's crazy. Yeah, they let me out on the field. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm. Yeah, they're being like totally civil, mm-hmm. but still, like, there's tension there. Yeah. Um, and then I just feel so bad for Owen. Like, I just. <sighs> Like he he's he's he he wants to give up. Like he saw something so tra- traumatic. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't he couldn't kill a scar. Like he couldn't kill his enemy. Like he humanized them for one second, and then in that one second, he was like, "I can't do this anymore." Yeah, and you lost every you I lost give up. everything straight up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he lost his family with the wolves, and like the moment you the moment you like question your loyalty and the moment that you like question what these all these other people are doing they drop you you're gone yeah and that's exactly the same thing that happened with yar and lev Mm -hmm. like lev (laughs) there was no way that lev could have thrived in the seraphite society Mm -hmm. because he he couldn't do it like that's just he he was an outcast like they they weren't gonna accept exactly yeah so I feel really bad for Owen also because it's like Mel is pregnant with your child and she is still loyal to the wolves. Yeah. So she so now she's caught in between like I I want to love you but you want to like leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then where does that where does that leave me? Where does it leave my child? Oh, there's just so it's just so many like tragic layers of this fucking story. <laughs> yeah, and I think talking about it too is kind of like, oh wow, I'm I'm also realizing like, oh wow, this story is really well written. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 complicated. Mm-hmm. It is a complex ass story. Yeah. For as for as um simple maybe as Ellie getting revenge and so and all that stuff is mm-hmm. like the 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 reality is that no story is just by itself. Everything ripples out. Everything has effects. Mm-hmm. The fact that the fact that um, Abby is sympathetic towards Yar and Lev. Isaac dies. Isaac is Isaac, the leader of the wolves. Like God knows what happened to them after. The leader of the wolves. He is just straight up dead. <laughs> as a result. Yeah. Um, so just, <laughs> just so it's just so 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 sad. Um, and Yar and Lev, let's talk about Yar and Lev. Oh, um, really? I think um, comparing them to Ellie, 
Um, mm-hmm. People that, you know, so this is the year, I think it's like 2033, because it's 20 years after 2013. That this or about like twenty, it's like twenty thirty six, I guess. Um, if we're okay. doing like time skip math, um, comparing them to Ellie, these are you know kids, teenagers. Their entire life, they only know post outbreak life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. they don't know anything else. You know whether or maybe like Abby has some some idea of what pre outbreak life. Joel has lived an entire different entirely different life pre-outbreak but you know yeah. the fact that you know yara and lev they have this life their entire life is post-outbreak born and raised born and raised in that cult. yeah born and raised yeah. um or maybe like you know they found the cult when they were young or something and um you know i think this is kind of just they're you know they're uh you know, that's kind of just like the; those are the conditions that they grew up in. They couldn't really help that they grew mm. up in this violent cult. <laughs> you know, they were kind of just yeah. this was um, these were this was the cards that were dealt. This was these were people that were guaranteeing survival, um, food, shelter, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, A place to belong. Yeah, like purpose. Yeah, so many things. Yeah, and um, I. I think as a result, you know, they grew up in this completely different culture than Abby did. And I think I all, I really enjoyed, you know, the uh, back and forth, like, the back and forth banter between, like, Lev and Abby. It reminded me a lot of, like, Mass Effect whenever, like, somebody was encountering, like, an alien. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, what, you... Or it's like someone says something sarcastic and Lev doesn't know what sarcasm is. It's yeah. kind of like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like those sort of, those sort of, that's, that sort of dialogue I, I fucking love, you know, when it's done really, really well and it showcases. And it's natural. And it's natural yeah. and it showcases, you know, and it's being able to showcase where these two characters in completely different points in their lives, like instantly. I was like, ah, yeah, so and they're good. intersecting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, um, I really enjoyed Yara and Lev as characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, oh, you know, um, yeah, I really enjoyed them as characters. Uh, I think what's interesting is that when Abby has the nightmare and just imagines them like, oh my god, I can't just leave them to die. At the hands of the wolves. Yeah. Like that was that was like her her moment of like sympathizing with them mm. and then like realizing that oh there's probably something to how Owen feels yeah. about the wolves because the Seraphites are people too. Yeah. Like these are two people that like <laughs> they're they're trying to escape. They're trying to be their own people. The same way Owen is. So she's like, I, I have to help them because I can't just let the wolves kill these people. <laughs> and it's so sad because it's like, I, she has no one now. Mm. She she really is. Oh my God. There's that line where she says, you're my people mm, to Lev. Yeah. You're my people now. Oh my gosh. Because she, <laughs> Abby has no one. Abby, uh, <laughs> Abby has no it- one. Um, yeah, it it reminds me Sorry. a lot of um, Yakuza games, actually. Um, 
Oh. Yeah, that. Um, so in you know Yakuza, we've come full circle. Yeah, Yaku- in Yakuza games, um, a lot of the, a lot of the di- a lot of the big plot points are driven by mm-hmm. people being decisive about terrible decisions. So I'll, mm. I'll use just so that we avoid any like big Yakuza spoilers. Um, I'll sure. use the, an example from the first game. So the mm-hmm. first game, uh, these two best friends, uh, Nishiki and Kiryu. Um, mm-hmm. ni- uh, so there's actually three friends. Um, third friend's name is Yumi. Uh, she's yeah, she's a woman. Um, so Nishiki and Yumi they go to their uh, to uh, Nishiki's boss uh, Dojima, and during and then. Dojima tries to like sexually assault Yumi, and as a result, mm-hmm. Nishiki kills his boss in self-defense. Um, so Kiryu, um, being the friend that he is, he decides mm-hmm. to take the ten-year take take blame for this murder and serve okay. the prison bid. And it turns out that was the wrong decision. Because once he takes the ten-year mm. prison bid, everything about the Yakuza family falls apart as a result. Wow! Um, and that a lot of the game is dealing with the ramifications of this one decision. So at the end, that that's like a prevalent theme throughout Yakuza games is that being decisive and making ch- choices with yet yeah, having conviction about your choices doesn't necessarily lead to the best possible outcome. Yeah. And that yeah. sometimes that's, having that's, these That is the theme of <laughs> yeah. us too. And that um yeah, that having conviction yeah that the same way that like uh Abby's having these this so much conviction about saving Yara and Lev or saving getting to Owen. Like just and just as much possibly just as much conviction about that as she did killing Joel. Yeah. And maybe as a result too, because seeing that the yeah, seeing like the ramifications of those actions even are influencing her actions still to this day to yeah. Seattle day one or two. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That um mm-hmm. yeah, that a lot of it is what are the consequences of these actions. Yeah. And I And then the the whole theme of having conviction behind your decision moves on to like the epilogue of the game but we'll also get yeah and i think that's (laughs) what drives ellie too is having this fucking conviction of wanting to kill this kill everybody that ever was it that was involved in joel's murder um Mm -hmm. so yeah and i think the incredible thing that abby's story accomplished well one of the incredible things is that when you get to so you save Lev from the Seraphite cult because Lev tried to convince his mother that we know a place that's gonna be safe. Um and that always that obviously goes south and you rescue Lev from the Seraphite cult and you go back and in the process you lose Yara. Mm. So Lev is alone now. As a result of his and decision. Then yeah, yeah, exactly. And then um, you go back, and then 
to the aquarium and Mel and Owen and Alice the dog are dead. So what do they have now? So now it's like the cycle of vengeance, the cycle of revenge. It's just it never ends. Yeah. And it's and that's and, yeah, and I mean yeah, it's it's funny that we skip the entire like terrifying zombie boss sequence. But <laughs> oh, oh, to get the yeah, surgery that, tools. That, that is some of the scariest shit I ever played. <laughs> yeah, like that entire that entire hospital section. Just the way they set it up is like, don't go, don't go in the lower floors. Yeah, that's, that's ground zero. That's a uh... yeah. <laughs> and just like the the way the mechanic of the doors is set up, where it's like you push the door and you have to like slowly pry open the door yeah. while you're being chased. I think every single and I had this is the benefit of playing easy mode is I had the benefit of being able to just sprint through every single zombie encounter. Mm. Obviously, outside of the Rat King, the the fucking uh, end of inside Akira-looking-ass boss. Um, But the the, the experience of, like... Because I was so disoriented in that section of the game. Because it's like, everything looks the same. Everything looks scary everything looks like it could hurt me because you have that like first zombie um, on in the, the side that, that like jumps out at you out oh fuck that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah that was that that part is really well done and really 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 terrifying um i don't think anything do you think anything from the first game matched up to that i don't think so um like not even close fuck no i don't think so there was not any really straight up horror sequences in the first game yeah. it was all just like creepy shit no. or it's just like yeah. you know you see like kids sleeping bags and they said like they didn't suffer written in blood or whatever or like um <laughs> yeah there was no outright horror outside of maybe the clickers the sewer like the sewer sequence I think was kind of creepy mm-hmm. like when we were with Henry and Sam in the first game right and then like you discover the weird like uh, society that existed in the sewers mm-hmm. but then they all turn into affected and you have to kill them all um but yeah the uh, the hospital sequence is just <laughs> that was that was, was very well done yeah <laughs> very very scary very scary yeah <laughs> and it's sad because it's like you go to that hospital to get the surgery equipment and obviously all of them died. Yeah. <laughs> Literally all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, oh, okay, so the cycle of violence. <laughs> we're, like, jumping yeah, back and yeah. forth like it's Last of Us Part 2. But, uh-huh. yeah, so the cycle of... Um, the, yeah, yeah, so going back to the cycle of violence, um, Abby tries to end it. You know? Mm-hmm. Instead of and you have to do it, yeah. you have to do it as athlete. yeah. You have it's to. It's like this is the fucking boss battle, yeah. and it's like I don't want to do it. Yeah, I can't is, do it. And, I... and it's like the 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 conflict that you feel when you are like any conflict that is hinted at when you're Ellie. It's like oh, these are real people, you mm-hmm. know. These are these are humanized characters like, that you're brutally murdering. Yeah. The game is like yes. Here is here is the boss battle, the culmination of the three days in Seattle. We are going to make you 
track down and kill Ellie. We're gonna make yeah. you do it. And I think it's I was like, holy And fuck. the way that boss battle plays out, it's uh-huh. it's like the David boss battle in one. Yeah, it is. You know, the this person's trying to hurt you and you have to mm-hmm. avoid them and sneakily try and go around them in order to beat yeah. them. But this time, and you, this time it's like, oh shit! I have to kill this terrible, terrible. Or I mean, I guess Ellie is a terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> it's like you have to instead of you know this instead of David, it's Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I fucking enjoyed it. And and I I died multiple times just to see like, is this like a branching point in the game? <laughs> Knowing full well, last like Naughty Dog, Last of Us, like they don't give you choices. I was like. I don't, I can't do it. Like, I don't think I can do it. And then it's just so bleak. And then the the battle ends with, like, Dina gets shot. Yeah. And then, like, before that, Tommy is shot in the, in the yeah. head and you think he's yeah. dead. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then it's just Ellie by herself. And at the end, Abby spares her again. Yeah. Abby spares her again. Yeah. Yeah, and I really truly thought the game was gonna end there. <laughs> no, it's oh, you know what's funny was during that boss battle, Ellie tries and sets, and I don't know if this this was the same as you, but Ellie tried to set a trip mine in my boss battle, and oh yeah, and I was like, bitch, I know this trick. <laughs> I threw a bottle at the trip yeah. mine. I disoriented her, and then I beat the shit out of her. So I was like. <laughs> She, she like set the trip like, yeah she like set the trip mine and then like went like a little bit of distance away from it and i was like come on bro i'm <laughs> just like i just i just like chucked a <laughs> bottle at it and then she got just she's like what the fuck was that <laughs> ah yeah uh, that was i think i was yeah that was cool that's kind of like you're fighting an enemy like abby doesn't know ellie super well but like you as the player know ellie's all yeah. of ellie's possible tactics so it's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really interesting. <laughs> and it's like, Abby really, like, Abby and her friends were really almost truly free of the clutches of the war going on in Seattle. Mm. And <laughs> Ellie just fucked it all up. Ellie fucked it up. Yeah. So of course she's gonna want to kill her, but it's like I don't want to kill Ellie because. <laughs> and <sighs> Ellie has no idea of this fucking crazy, like, assault on the Seraphite Island. She has no context about anything. Yeah. She doesn't yeah, know there's this whole whatsoever. ass. You don't even see Lev. Yeah. In the the first uh, cutscene mm-hmm. of when. Oh, Abby, that is like, true. You don't. You never Peter. see you Lev. You don't see him. That's right. Oh man. Yeah. He's totally in the room with the bow and arrow. He's there. Yeah. Wow. Damn. So. And I think. Oh, man. So when the game is like smash cuts to unspecified time in the future. And it's like, oh, they're a family. Yeah. I'm like, oh, uh oh. (laughs) We know what happens to nuclear family units. In this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know exactly what happens to the nuclear family. Unit. Yeah. 
one of my I, this was an interpretation I read after, but um, mm-hmm. Tommy turns into a fucking douchebag like after the whole Seattle incident, and I think yeah. that, it was like maybe he had like brain damage because he got shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, he also did lose his wife. Yeah, but um, and his brother. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, the farm sequence. <laughs> It's so weird. I was so scared that it was like a dream. Or like, <laughs> yeah. That the game would end and I would have to, like, I would have to, like, interpret for myself if that was real life or not. Yeah. Or, like, some sort of, like, lost style afterlife yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, um, yeah. What I liked about the farm scene, it reminded me a lot of. Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, okay, I didn't play yeah, that one. But, like, a lot of, like, yeah. Um, a lot of it is kind of, um, there's these, like, weird, like, farm scenes where you're doing, like, menial labor or, like, herding sheep or, like, mm-hmm. doing all this, like, tedious stuff helps, like, break out, mm-hmm. break of the monotony of it or, like, kind of just establishes boringness. <laughs> In the game. Yeah. Um, like in Heavy Rain, our favorite game, Heavy yeah. Rain, when you're drinking the orange juice out of the car. Yeah, you know? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I really liked... I really liked the farm scenes when, when we would go into the journal. That was probably my favorite part mm. of the farm scene. Because in the, yeah. the journal entries, even though they're living this, like, happy life, you know, there's, they have a kid, um, mm. you know, they're... It's a very peaceful life compared to all the shit that Ellie's gone through. But mm-hmm. reading the journal entries, you can tell you can tell that she hasn't let go of what happened to Joel. She to Jesse. To Jesse, like she has drawings of his face. Yeah, in the journal, and then she has like these really chilling song lyrics, like this poetry. In yeah. There. Oh. Yeah, and then, like, just, like, little bits and pieces of just, like, oh, today I almost didn't think about what happened in Seattle. Stuff like that. I'm just, like, yeah. (laughs) She she has not let go. She's broken. Yeah. She's broken. Because this person, Abby, took away, like, killed Joel. Mm -hmm. And then took away Jesse. And I thought, I really thought Dina was dead. With the arrow through her heart, I really thought she was. Yeah, dead. I was so scared. Um, but she could have died. She could have lost Tommy too. Like, could have lost everything. Yeah. Well, but this is also the realization I had was that <clears throat> Ellie, if we're gonna count Riley, left behind. She lost Riley. She lost Tess, Henry, Sam, Marlene, um, Marlene. And then we're counting. That's five. We have Joel, and then we have Jesse. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anyone? I think that's pretty much it. Okay, so Abby. <laughs> Abby also loses Marlene. Mm-hmm. Her loses her father. Her yeah. Uh, what's his name? Jeff. Yeah. Jeff the surgeon. Doctor Jeff. Yeah. Um, you. She loses Mel. She loses Owen. She loses Isaac. She loses Yara. She loses um, uh, Nora. She loses 
uh, um, Manny, <laughs> who, oh my god, when Manny was killed, I was like, <laughs> I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. <laughs> and then you find out it's Tommy, and it's like, I hate this. <laughs> Um, and then like everyone she grew up with the fireflies she lost (laughs) I feel like the game is like Abby has lost innumerable innumerable amounts of people close to her Mm -hmm. so anyone in my opinion anyone who says Abby's not a good character is just like fuck off you don't have any compassion also you're probably the type of person who says Skylar was the villain in Breaking Bad Um, but um yeah in the farm sequence and then you're holding you're holding this beautiful child and it's like mixed race child (laughs) this really thick baby (laughs) and it's like this is their dream they talked about owning a farm and like raising animals together and i'm like is this i'm like what's the catch what is the catch here and of course the catch is ptsd yeah (laughs) Um, I thought that was really well done. The like the flash of um, Joel's death, I thought that was really clever and really like really affected me. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, we're just like ah, and then fucking yeah, yeah. And then she's like holding the baby. She doesn't know where she is. She's freaking out, and Dina is talking her down. And <laughs> I was like in my head wondering. I'm like, why? Why does Ellie still go through with it at the end? You know? Mm. Like, why does she... Why can't she let this go? And <laughs> the main reason I can think of is there are no therapists in the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. There are no psychiatrists in the apocalypse telling you how to process your PTSD. Yeah. And the fact that Dina has to be that person for her and tries so hard and fails. Of course Dina is going to leave at the end. Yeah. Of course. So... Um, but yeah, El- that, that's the reason I'm thinking of. It's like for Ellie, it's unprocessed. The best she can do is push it away and like Try and tuck write it in away. her journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she's. This is her attempt to try and find some kind of closure and try yeah. and move on. Because even though yeah, it's Abby t- has lost everything and is able to move on in her own way, mm-hmm. I think because. I think also comparing and contrasting Ellie and Abby post-Seattle. Ellie still Mm -hmm. has... Ellie might have lost Joel, but she still has Dina. She still has JJ. Yeah. Um, Abby might have lost all of these people close to her, but she still has Lev. Mm -hmm. So post-Seattle, they both have very different lives now. Um... Yeah. And that Ellie still is unable to find a way to move forward. Despite having a ha- literally a house. Yeah. And a family. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Yeah. And then Abby, even though you know she, she lost everything, is still trying to find... Is still moving forward in her own way with Lev. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just comparing those two, that these these are two people that are on like a crossroads with each other, that are that have like yeah. ruined each other's lives in, <laughs> in in multiple ways, and 
yeah, the choices that they make with the conviction that they have is uh, is what drives everything forward. Um, yeah, you know, and when when you get to play as Abby, looking for the the fireflies, the, when you find the yeah, you're finding the fireflies, and you come across the radio in the basement. I was like, how much more of the game is there? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? Where is this going? And then you play as Ellie, and then it's like, holy shit, is this like, like, did I play through only two-thirds of the game? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, what, what's going to happen? Um, and I had told you there were six days in Seattle, and I didn't tell you anything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to fucking so Santa Barbara. Yeah, you have to fucking fight these like SoCal bros <laughs> in Santa Barbara. I know. Like, like what the the rattler? Game. Yeah, you're just like, chaw, look at this, bro. <laughs> found two. I found. They a, also have. Yeah, dogs. I found. <laughs> found two people snooping around this house, dude. <laughs> just, chaw. Yeah. Um. So, dude, these uh, <laughs> we can that... we can both agree these people are irredeemable. <laughs> The real villain. The, the real. Game. What were they? The about? real villain in the story. These like douchey fucking SoCal surfer bros. <laughs> yeah, they're like holding people, like the cost, like prisoner, and then like turning them into infected and watching them turn into yeah. infected, like holding them on the chain. That was my favorite part. Oh, about that. just unchaining them, just like shooting yeah. the chain. I lo- I let them go. I the only reason I went stealth is so I could stealth them around, yeah. stealth around the infected, let them go. Um, because I let the two clickers go that were like hanging out in the pool. They took out almost every other enemy for me. Mm. So I was just, like sneaking around while they were doing their thing, and you know the the um, the rattlers were the rattler gang, I guess. Yeah, they were um, occupied with trying to get rid of the clickers that are yeah, so they like yeah, they're the just numbers. terrible at killing infected. This <laughs> like yeah, they are, which is curious to think about. Like, why are you just leaving them chained in the open if you're gonna <laughs> have no protocol for <laughs> dealing with them if they get loose? It's not like they were locked <laughs> yeah. in a cage. Like, it would have been. Maybe less fun, but maybe made more sense if, like, they were inside open-air cages, mm-hmm. and you had to, like, find a key, and you find the key, and you, like, let them all yeah, loose. And yeah. That probably would have made more sense, but I I had tons of fun just hitting triangle, and then <laughs> they wreak complete havoc on this resort. Um, but, yeah, you fight through the resort, and then you get to Abbey, and it's just, like, this emaciated version of what you got to play as what you got to know and it's just like at that at that point in my heart i was like don't don't do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's don't do it cling to your one last thing of humanity don't do it Ooh, this is gonna get good um okay so they're at the boats Mm -hmm. um abby doesn't give a shit about ellie at this point just wants to leave. Yeah, she does. Does just wants to leave with you, with a uh, Lev. Mm-hmm. Ellie says, "This isn't over." Yeah, and now turns the knife towards Lev. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> I was like, that. There's nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is all empty at this point. Like, it's it's not going to bring you peace. Yeah. And lo and behold, it didn't. Yeah. Um. And that 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 fight sequence where it's like they're both on their last legs. <laughs> I was drained. They were drained. I was like, let's just let's just get get this over with. Did you think? What did you think the outcome was going to be at the end? I thought it was just good. Of that I thought it was just going to be straight up. Ellie was going to kill Abby. That was going to mm-hmm. be the end. And then mm. Ellie comes back home to nothing. <laughs> or Ellie, yeah, yeah, Ellie comes back home and just realizes her life's fucking empty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, she does that anyway, but I, I also thought she was going to kill her, but I didn't want her to. Mm. Um, because I was like, you can't, <laughs> I was like, you can't just let Lev die by himself on a boat. You can't just do, you can't do that. Yeah. It's fucked up. Um, but I think it makes sense for her to spare her in the end because of how many times Abby has done it. Mm. Because it's like, Abby spared her, and then the first time, right? And it's 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 interesting because it's like, her relationship with Dina, I feel like, wouldn't have been as strong if Abby hadn't spared her. Yeah. And then Abby spared her a second time, and they literally had a family together. Yeah. Like, the birth of the child... So, oh, you know what? And then you get the little flashback of Joel. Oh, that's right. That's how it ends. Yeah, almost. Um, so you get the little, like, you get a little image oh. of him playing oh, guitar. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the whole flashback. I mean, the little flashback. Yeah, well, you get the little image of him playing guitar, and in that moment, Ellie lets Abby go. And it's like, huh? What was that? And then the flashback is, of course, the last conversation that she ever had with him. Yeah. <laughs> which is like I can't forgive you for what you did but I can try uh-huh. and that sort of makes you wonder like how much of this is Ellie trying to get revenge for Abby killing Joel versus Ellie taking Ab- taking revenge on Abby because of her she could never tell Joel that she forgave him. Mm. Wow. Because that's that's just like left completely. Like she she'll never have that chance. She can never do it. Yeah. Wow. And maybe it's like the guilt of that drives her to pursue revenge. Mm-hmm. And then at some point it's just like, you know, <laughs> baby, you gotta let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Now you can't even play guitar good. I know. (laughs) Which is, like, that was, like, absolutely devastating. It's like when she's picking up the guitar and only has a... (laughs) I mean, it's like, yeah, you could learn the other way. Yeah. Yeah, It's fine. Jimi Hendrix does it. (laughs) But, like, just realizing that you go go back and it's the empty house and it's just devastating. Ugh. Um, so I think The Last of Us 2 really succeeds in 
this daring really experiment of how how much can you humanize the other side mm. like how how much can you blur the lines of good and evil because good and evil does not exist there's no such thing as good there's no such thing as evil there's just people trying to survive people just trying to feel like they belong you know yeah and i think that's the message of the game so everyone who's like criticizing the game for making you play as abby because she killed joel i'm like you you have the emotional intelligence of like a grape nut yeah it's yeah it's like um yeah i think in this kind of emphasizing on the theme of the first game is like survival and then this mm-hmm. kind of like building off that the second game is really like what does that like you know what do these choices mean that we take in this like mm-hmm. fucking crazy reckoning with the consequences yeah these like gnarly fucking yeah. like serv- these gnarly apocalypse consequences you know um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think, and it's just like, it's just like a fucking evil, evil ass world that they live in, <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, but, um, and it's like Neil Druckmann, the person who wrote it, he, he based some of the story, he, he inspired, he was inspired by experiences from his childhood in Israel. Oh. So, you know, if you're growing up in a <laughs> a place ravaged by war just perpetually that's going to be your life you're always going to think you're right with the people you believe in until you realize that like there might be holes in their belief system or you sympathize with the enemy or what you perceive to be the enemy i'm using air quotes um so it's it's just like there's there's no good. Joel wasn't a good guy. Abby's not a good guy. Ellie's not a good guy. Mm-hmm. I would argue that the only good people in the game are Dina and the baby, Lev <laughs> and Yara. <laughs> yeah, JJ. Yeah. The the toy elephant yeah. <laughs> on the tractor. Um, the dogs. The dogs are the real. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like even even when you are getting to know Abby's uh, co-soldiers the wolves you still have that moment where like even even though I really like Manny like he spits on Joel's corpse when yeah. he's dead and it's like oh. everyone believes like what they're doing is correct um yeah so good game <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, would you play uh, how did you feel when the credits are rolling. I was like, wow, that fucking happened. <laughs> and then it got to, like, the think, songs think... where, like, Ellie and Joel are singing. I'm just like, oh, wow, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think this story is sticking with me in a different way that the first game mm-hmm. did. Because it's sort of built in the to the first game's ending where it's like, was what he did the right thing? Did Ellie know the truth? Like the the semi openness of that ending, like it was built into. Like it was, <laughs> it was crafted to stick to your brain, and to stick to your emotions. Mm-hmm. But 
The Last of Us 2, I think, is more subtle. Like, you were saying, like, maybe you're realizing things, like, they sneak up on you, these realizations. Um, some of these observations I only made watching my housemate play it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. It, it's, it's a game that sticks in a very different way than in a lot of other video games. Because I've never, yeah. like... Thought about a video game and thought, oh, that part was actually that part that I thought sucked was actually good. <laughs> you know, I don't know, I, or like the characters that I didn't really that really didn't make sense to me. Like in in a context where you consider holistically everything, it's like, man, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, and it's impossible to process. I think in the like right after you finish it because you're just like left with the the cruel emptiness of the end of ellie's story yeah (laughs) it's tragic it's so tragic (laughs) i'm like i hope dina and jj are gonna be fine because oh you know what i was um watching a uh uh an interview between ashley johnson the actress who plays ellie um, Neil Druckmann, the writer-director of the game, and um, one of my favorite co- uh, podcast hosts. And you notice that the loading screen changes when you finish the game? I don't remember. So, or not the, the main menu screen. Oh, it changes from like the boat to like a different... Yeah, so it's a boat in daytime. Mm-hmm. And word of God, Neil Druckmann... That was the boat Abby and Lev were on, and they made it to their destination. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, they made it. They found the Fireflies or whoever they were looking for at the end. They made it. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I get, I get chills thinking about that, because I'm like, if there's hope for Abby and Lev, then there's definitely hope for Ellie, too. Mm-hmm. Because even though things are left open at the end like breaking the cycle of revenge means that they can move forward in completely separate and hopefully better ways you know as better as you can get in the apocalypse yeah (laughs) ellie channels all of her like vengeance rage into just playing the guitar left-handed yeah (laughs) (laughs) it does it do be like that um, so yeah. Um, I think... I think as a, like, if we're talking about just, like, sheer gameplay, I think Last of Us Part 2 is also better. Um, you played Uncharted 4? Yes. So, like, the way that Uncharted 4 built, like, you can actually do stealth in Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. There's, like, that predator and, like, system where you can, like, hook. tag... Yeah, exactly. So it's like it builds upon the promise, like the potential of combat that the other games built upon or like established rather. Mm-hmm. I think The Last of Us Part 2 really builds on things that the first game does. Yeah. Um, both like mechanics-wise and like emotions-wise because there's the fact that a lot of the enemies are women. You have to kill dogs. <laughs> Everyone has a name. Um, and then just the the gameplay itself. I wouldn't say it's f- fun, but it does feel right <laughs> <laughs> for for what the game is. Yeah. You know? 
I think I think the fun of the game comes in like after you've experienced the story and you're just like playing the sequences for the sake of playing the sequences. Yeah. Like when I when replaying the resort section of the Rattler gang, mm-hmm. these like absolute fuckheads mm-hmm. just like letting the clickers loose on them. Oh, great. <laughs> so satisfying. Yeah. It's the closest thing to fun, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um and then just like everything else about the game like the world design is so intricate and and deep and it's like full and um just the way everything looks and the detail when you get to the ddr machine in the (laughs) arcade i was like hey (laughs) that's me in the apocalypse um yeah yeah just mind-blowingly good for me, I just think it's it, it's hard for me to say whether I like this more than the first game. Yeah. But I think that it is on its own merits like way riskier and for me like the reward was greater mm. of playing it and like thinking about it and experiencing really <laughs> this crazy crazy story of playing as one character building a protagonist and an antagonist and then completely flipping Mm -hmm. I thought it was a successful experiment ah yeah nice apparently not a lot of people agree yeah a lot of people are dumb so yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot of if you don't like this game you're dumb yeah no Oh. I think like a lot of the a lot of like after I played it and then I was like eh, I didn't like it that much, and then I saw the the other people that had strong opinions about not liking the game, and then part of me was also like I can't be on this side of history. <laughs> like... Yeah, I think I think we're gonna look back on the Last of Us Part Two and be like, yeah, that was really fucking amazing. Yeah. Um... Because it's not a feel-good game. And like you were saying, um, you you play video games. Me too. Uh, the reason I enjoy a lot of video games is, like, it's fun. It's fun. I like plan- the video game Planet Coaster. I like to build the theme park of my dreams because I don't know when the next time I'll ever go to the theme park fucking is. Yeah. But I play, like, I think the last game I played before this was Catherine and God knows that was a horrible shitty ass story <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's ever played Catherine full body absolute dog shit <laughs> um, but the game is fun yeah. climbing the puzzles the climbing puzzles and I played on hard and I felt so accomplished beating that game on mm. hard um, and then before that was Kingdom Hearts 3 which is you know how I feel about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 if you want to talk about if you want to talk about a game whose story is all for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to talk about poorly paced, if you want to talk about... Ugh, just... Oh my god. And I think I I feel about Kingdom Hearts 3 that people hate about... People feel about Last of Us Part 2. Who hate it. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a reach, but... It's just... Ah, oh, God, so irritating when I think about Kingdom Hearts 3. Just the core of my being is like nails on a chalkboard, like in my heart. It's just, I seethe with just 
a hatred. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to, I want to take revenge on That's... what's his name, Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah. I want to like go full Abby on yeah. Tetsuya Nomura. Dude, after I played Kingdom Hearts three, I got like so depressed off video games. Like, I didn't give a shit about anything until yeah. Or like, yeah, I was just like, what's the point of it? I was like, it's <laughs> like a period of time where I think I like hated video games. Um, I forgot which yeah, game snapped me out of it. Not to spoil Kingdom Hearts 3, but like, oh my god. Like, it's just a hot garbage mess. Just everything, everything about that fucking franchise. Like, the way they execute the Disney worlds doesn't fit with the story the way that it's like way too complicated and the way that like at the end of kingdom hearts 3 it's just so all for nothing (laughs) so frustrating and then they set up the next phase of kingdom hearts and it's just like what is this horse (laughs) literal like pile of feces that you are throwing to anyway yeah um i just want to draw a comparison to a like a story that not isn't necessarily fun, but sticks to me. Last was part two. Yeah, a game that was perfectly fine and then just completely dog shit the ending. <laughs> yeah, you see a franchise that completely drops the ball. I know, <laughs> and, and you didn't even play all the side games. I did. Fuck. Stupid, 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 uh, stupid game, and I totally will play the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Dude, this is so funny because we we talk on on the regular po- the regular hosts of the podcast. The the one of the biggest running jokes is me shitting on Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I like to shit on Kingdom Hearts three at any opportunity. Yeah, I have. it just looks so good, and for as shallow maybe as the combat is like it looks flashy so it's visually satisfying yeah and like everything looks so good and then it's like it it's the promise of like it was supposed to be like the metal gear solid 4 <laughs> of the kingdom hearts franchise and it was metal gear solid 4 but with a duck <laughs> <laughs> it was that until like literally the last like 10 seconds <laughs> literally the last 10 seconds well not even that it's just the way that anyway we're not gonna uh, talk about well we can talk about kingdom hearts oh, in a different yeah, episode let's get into it <laughs> god um but uh yeah last of us sorry let's go let's talk about a good video game yeah. um last of us part two i think and i think also a lot of the like the the the, the backlash if you can call it that like why why do people feel so entitled and like so possessive of joel and ellie's story like what were you expecting from the last of us part two what were you expecting from the person who wrote this devastating open ending of the first game do you think he was gonna satisfy do you think he's here to like make you feel good (laughs) no no, and it's absolutely baffling to me. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. Um, so, Last of Us Part 2, good. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, um, did I get to all my notes? I'm like, it was really scary. Oh, I have an interesting thought experiment. 
if you did not play the first game and just jump straight into the second game, do you think you'd still feel the same for Ellie? <laughs> like having not played the first game at all? Oh wow! And just and just be and just have that be your exposure to Ellie and what you know of Ellie is that? Oh wow! I'd be like. Ellie's a fucking monster. Wow. Oh, that flips the entire <laughs> game, like, completely. That's really cool. And, yeah. like, all you know about Joel is that he, like, viciously stabbed this woman's yeah. father to death. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, and killed everyone in that hospital. Oh, he murdered the shit out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So... If 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 that was if all I knew of Ellie was from The Last of Us Part Two, no, I hate her. Wow, uh, that just yeah, it's a completely different game now. Uh huh. That's really interesting. I didn't think about that because then the whole time you're just like, I don't want to do this. Why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, and I think the close like you would get, you would feel probably the only. The only element of The Last of Us Part Two that would make you feel sympathetic, maybe, towards Ellie is Dina. Because, going back to Dina, she is the GOAT. She is the best thing, probably, to happen to Ellie post-Fireflies. Yeah. Firefly Gate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, arguably, so is Abby. You know? mm. Oh, yeah. Shit. Obviously, after <laughs> we're talking about after Abby killed Joel, but like, like going forward, like she's the reason she can, she will hopefully probably move on. Um, but yeah. Do you have any other? Do you have any closing thoughts? Any other fun thought experiments? <laughs> um, I was gonna bring up, um. I feel like I'm just burnt out on like these AAA games. I, mm. I think because when I was playing Last of Us Part Two, so graphically it's a stunning game, objectively mm-hmm. speaking. But yeah. I was and like objectively speaking, yeah. it is a technical moment. Yeah, but I couldn't get into it while I was playing mm-hmm. it. I think because yeah. I was playing, you know, compared to like Red Dead Redemption to. Uh, Death Stranding. I think you were also doing a lot of organizing in the meanwhile, so that was taking a lot of your <laughs> mental energy. Yeah, um, but I think I've, I'm, and I, I like still struggle to play Final Fantasy VII remake. Like I just mm-hmm. like play it for like twenty minutes. I'm like yeah, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but when I play Persona Four Golden, mm-hmm. I'm fucking blown away by the graphics. And these are this is a game from eight years ago. <laughs> that was a remake of yeah, a game yeah. from two thousand seven, <laughs> and it's only it's like the only difference is the difference is like it's sharper and it's in sixty frames per second. But I'm just like this is so fucking cool to look at. <laughs> um, I think I think how you feel about that potentially is how I feel about The Witcher Three. Is mm. I have it, yeah, and I have played it for thirty minutes, and I'm like I. T- it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, a lot of the games that I enjoy playing this year are, like, remakes of old games. 
mm-hmm. you know, Persona 5 Royal, I guess Persona 5 Royal is the closest to a new game that I enjoyed. And that's because I'm a fucking total goddamn mark for Persona 5 at this, for the Persona series at this point. Yeah. Like, I, you're a stand. Yeah, look at this shit. Like, you can't see this on the podcast. Did you always have that? I bought this for Persona 5 Royal. Okay, it was like a bonus item? It was a item? collector's... I got the collector's... Ed- okay. This is the only time I've ever gotten the collector's edition of a game. For those of you listening at home, it is a mask that is Joker mask? Yes. Okay, I've never played yeah. the game. I highly recommend <laughs> it. I lost... A, I played through that game in a month. That game is 125 hours long. <laughs> I think. I think thinking about how long that game is, like, makes me... Like, I do... And you know what? I will play Persona 5. I will, rather, I'll be more likely to play it if it comes out on Switch. Mm. Okay. Cause, because um, Fire Emblem um, is a fantastic, yeah. fantastic, fantastic game that came out this on the Switch, and and I have only done one playthrough of it, and it's like, I just think that game is incredible. Yeah. Um, in a very far different way. But that's, I guess, is that also a AAA? I don't know. It doesn't look like one. It doesn't one, feel like and one. It doesn't feel yeah. like one. But it might be. <laughs> Who knows? Um but um yeah. So if Persona 5 comes out on Switch, I'm I'm down. More down than sitting in front of a PlayStation 4 for hours and hours and God. hours. Yeah. Like I I lost entire weekends to Persona 5 Royal. Playing I think I think that's my planet coaster. Yeah, yeah, and I'm playing sequences that I played three years ago. <laughs> like there was one day, this is, there was one day I was playing Persona Five Royal. It was a Saturday. I woke up, mm-hmm. I booted the game up, and then like I would periodically to like you know eat and go to the bathroom. I would just get I would get up and then go back to the game. And then I look at the clock, mm-hmm. it's like 6pm. I was like, wow, that's fucked up. I played this game this whole day. <laughs> yeah, like, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So good. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think I'm just like, at this point in my life, at this point at least, I think just with all of like the video games that are coming out, I'm just like, weirdly burnt out on like, these like AAA games. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, I think that there's also like devoting a lot of time to. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if it's like game length or like game ambition. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like the yeah the last video games I've taken the time to play are this, Catherine, Full Body, Dog Shit, and the Kingdom Hearts series. And I'm like, that's not a whole lot. I played a few like Switch games here and there, like indie games, but yeah, I just don't have the time. I feel like yeah, and I feel like I really did care. I really did want to experience Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, like I was like consciously anticipating it. Yeah, and I don't think I was consciously anticipating it to be honest. I was just like, mm. I'll just get it. I have money. Fuck it, Last of Us Part mm-hmm. Two. Let's run it up. That was I didn't yeah. pre-order it until like a week before. Okay, that's why it came late. Yeah, <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it's Planet Coaster, 
Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's Planet Coaster. Yeah. That's taken a lot of my life, too, recently. Um. Do you think... What, what do you think is the solution or antidote to that? Um, I don't know. I just have to get find something to get excited about again. Because I think... And I think the problem also is that there's just so much media fighting for our attention. Yeah. Oh my, well, you did a lot of Animal Crossing, right? For a hot second? Not that much compared to other people. Well, what is... <laughs> what is not that much in Animal Crossing hours? Um, like... 30 40 okay yeah that is not that yeah because i feel like a lot of people i know don't really fuck with animal crossing anymore yeah but um i don't know it's just like i just have to i think for me like video games at this point aren't like my main like it used to be a big deal you know i think both for both of us growing up it used to be a big deal when we had enough money to buy a video game Mm-hmm. So we'd have to make it count, but like nowadays that I have like a job and like an income and like I'm able to like do do I'm able to like kind of like purchase video games on a whim sometimes. Yeah, it's like not as special. Um, mm-hmm. I think as a result, it's kind of just like there's just as a result. I think I'm finding what my tastes in video games are now. Okay, so. For maybe for AAA games, you're just going through the motions. I think yeah, definitely. Um, the um, la- the the one of the the last AAA game that I was excited about and I played the that I re- enjoyed playing is Death Spider-Man? Is a Death Stranding. Oh, and that's a game not a lot of people enjoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. But I think I mean, what's up? I also like I fucking love Spider-Man. Um, that's yeah. It would something would just have to like interest me a lot in order for me to play it nowadays. I think. Um, and I think um, you kind of have to try different things. Oh, for sure. Like you, you won't really know. Like, I think. And when you say video games were a huge part of us growing up, I'm I'm thinking about the video games that were like formative for me. I'm like DDR. Rock band, yeah. <laughs> Karaoke Revolution, um, and then like you have the Kingdom Hearts, and then Uncharted, and like that's really it. And then it's kind of weird if you think about like the end of that period mm-hmm. of like video games being a huge deal to us. I think was The Last of Us. I think that was the last. Oh one. wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did we get into Mass Effect before or after that? You know? Oh, that's so fuck. I don't even remember. Me, definitely like, I think after. the last... I think, well, I think, yeah, one of the last video games was The Last of Us. Yeah. And, like, the Mass Effect trilogy and stuff, but... Yeah. Huh. We've come full circle. Yeah, basically. Um, Cool. Are we doing the dating let's, app thing? Let's do it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> completely. Uh, I'm gonna go grab some water. Yeah, for sure. I was yeah, cause I was talking to <laughs> yeah, I was talking to uh, I was hanging out for uh, Jericho's birthday party on Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. his uh, his girlfriend is there. His girlfriend's like the number one fan of the podcast. 
then she told me that like butt speaks meets bagel is her favorite segment of the podcast. <laughs> so I think we have to do that just because of the okay. strength. What's her name? Uh, I don't want to say her name. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Tell me yeah, later. Shout outs to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all. Yeah, cool. that's also the thing. It was like, oh yeah, I don't want to say her name on the podcast <laughs> unless she's down for me to name drop her on the podcast. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. All right, let's do this first one. Cool. <laughs> I am a graduate student majoring in computer science. Wow. I like where. Yeah. I like writing code, anime, video games, cats, dogs, and gardening. My fir- my perfect Sunday morning, sleeping till 12 p.m. The most important traits in a partner, being interesting and being patient. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, that was painful. <laughs> Uh, she's a coder. She likes to sleep in. She likes gardening. Uh, what? Okay. What if you? What if you ask her what her favorite programming language is? Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, what? What is her ideal partner? Uh, someone that's interesting and patient. Interesting. <laughs> um, tell tell her. I think I'm pretty patient. Um, I could watch you code for hours. <laughs> yeah. So my ideal date is sitting behind you and watching you code for hours. <laughs> oh shit. My ideal date. Wait, wait. Do you know any coding? No, I don't. Um, say that your favorite programming language is C plus plus. My favorite. <laughs> My ideal date is <laughs> is yeah, sitting behind you <laughs> and watching you code. And this is also something that people do on dating apps: is lie, yeah. right? Oh, I've I've lied like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just say that your favorite language is C plus plus. Yeah. Yeah. Any emojis or uh computer emojis? Yeah, I think so. My favorite coding language is C plus plus. There was one time I matched with a girl and like she was just like she was just like deading every single conversation topic that I was giving giving to her. And I was having, like, Jer and Chris help me out. <laughs> I was like, what do I do, guys? And she, she said, like, oh, I started watching this show. And then I said, oh, I'm interested in that show. Would you recommend it? And then I, like, I like DM Chris and Jer. I was like, I'm just lying like a motherfucker at this point. I don't what show I think was it, it was, like, uh, Kim's, Kim's Convenience Store or something like that. What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, I'm gonna lie. <laughs> oh, Kim's convenience. Yeah. Uh, it's got Koreans in yeah. it. Yeah, I think that was why it was cool. It was like, oh, there's Asians in here, just like there's Asians in Last of Us too. Plural? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yara. Yara. No, there was Asian. <laughs> are Yara? Oh, Yara, you're right. You're right. Asian, right? 
Or did I yeah, making I that so. up? They're they're Asian coded. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the computer emoji? There has to be one, right? <laughs> Shit. I don't have a latest update. I can't just type it. Okay, that's fine. Just say your favorite coding language is C plus plus. Right. I'll I'll put it. I'll put a TV emoji. All right. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I found it. I found it. No, put the TV emoji. <laughs> oh, shit, too late. Oh uh, fuck. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. I also have a coffee meets bagel premium, just so that I can like up the stakes, I guess. Sure, what does that mean? It means I can like I can see who likes me. <laughs> then <laughs> I would not I would not do that. Oh man. A lot of these one sentence ones are rough. Let's rough them back up. Alright, let's do this one, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, shoot. So Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first one it says I am and then just has like the purple horns devil emoji guy. Sure. I like bad puns, spicy oh, spicy food, all animals, good music, coffee, Japan. I studied there abroad last quarter in Kyoto and can talk forever about how amazing it was. And Analyzing okay. Harry Potter houses. <laughs> I appreciate when my date can make me laugh and deal with my sarcasm. Okay. That's it. Okay, that's it. Um, she likes spicy food. She likes animals. She likes Harry Potter houses. Mm-hmm. Um... Are you also a turd? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, don't do that. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Is your favorite musician Chris Brown? Um, Jesus. She likes animals. She's been to Kyoto. Yeah. She said so. <laughs> just copy paste whatever the last thing that Ivan said in Japanese, <laughs> and then send it. Because <laughs> I don't know what it was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up and see what it was. Yeah. Something. It's probably something stupid. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna... Yeah. On our group chat, we have a brother who's been sending a lot of. Japanese characters that we're not sure what they are. <laughs> it's like a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it just are you says. Oh, right now? Oh, okay, that's 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 pretty cool. I guess that, that, that's passable. Say? It just says seriously. Question mark. Oh, yeah. okay. So I, I, I can kind and of then say. and then go to Google Translate. So you type in seriously in Japanese, yeah. and then in Google Translate, from English to Japanese, um, 
what what was your favorite animal that you ate since you like all animals? <laughs> what? What is your favorite animal you ate since you like animals? <laughs> That's awkwardly worded and will probably not make sense in Japanese, but do it. Ate since you like all animals. <laughs> if you if okay, but the thing is like if someone says I like all animals, that makes me think they're vegan. Yeah. So that's why that's why I'm asking like, what do you like yeah. to eat since you like spicy food. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't really make sense. Send yeah. it. This is what it's this is what it sounds like. <laughs> why is that hell a lot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounded like three sentences. <laughs> it's fine. Oh fuck. <laughs> um shit, what app am I using? Okay, here we go. <laughs> just like nonsensical Japanese sentences. <laughs> no, that sounded like a like a listening exercise. Shit, yeah. <clears throat> this person doesn't have anything. Okay. I am a native San Franciscan, obsessed with sorry, oh, got him. Obsessed with my cat, tired of dating in the Bay Area. What? And <laughs> usually daydreaming of where to travel to next. Oh, I bet you are. <laughs> yeah, Aren't we all? Is that it? Yeah. No. Uh, I like running outdoors, musicals, taking photos. No. Dim sum. Going on road trips and Disney. I wonder if she's updated her profile since... <laughs> Coronavirus? It's COVID. I, I appreciate when my date remembers the little things, laughs at my bad jokes, makes an effort, is willing to be vulnerable, and introduces me to new experiences. Um... <laughs> uh, she's a traveler. Yeah. She likes Disney. Mm-hmm. She likes uh, new experiences. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to make this sentence in my head. Um, why don't we? Go travel. Okay. And experience for the first time coronavirus. <laughs> I've never tried it before, winky face. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Will he get reported? I don't know. She's she's Asian, so maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get charged with. Don't set don't set that. (laughs) There's a lot of Asian coronavirus related hate crimes happening in the United States. I know. You're right. You're right. No need for microaggressions as untrue as they may be. Um. Uh. Read me 
Uh, run through it real quick again. Uh, native San Franciscan, obsessed with her. Oh, if she's obsessed with her cat. Maybe we can do something with that. T- oh, I. My mind. <laughs> I'm like, don't if you don't want to get reported. <laughs> uh, tired of dating in the Bay Area. Uh, I'm obsessed with your cat yeah, too. Oh winky face. God. <laughs> Uh, tired of dating in the Bay Area, usually daydreaming of traveling. Uh, she likes running outdoors, musicals, taking photos, dim sum. I also like dim sum. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, comment or reply with, uh, dim sum fucking sucks, KBBQ all the way. <laughs> And see if yeah. a conversation or a spirited debate <laughs> dim sum fucking sucks. <laughs> Which aren't my true dim- feelings about dim sum at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the the comment is <laughs> I just like it's like a Trojan horse where she like tries to debate me <laughs> and then I'm just like, haha, I liked dim sum all along. <laughs> Do you wanna go get dim sum? And a socially distanced mask wearing ass place. God. So yeah, do it. Alright, let's do it. It's a fucking reverse reverse mind mm-hmm. game right here. Have you have you tried this tactic? No. <laughs> I have not tried. <laughs> I've not tried lying about something that I actually like that I think <laughs> I'm gonna put dim sum sucks with an X. K B B Q all the way. I'm just gonna make this as obnoxious. You should, you should change the first sentence from "dim sum" more like "dim sucks." <laughs> K B B Q all the way, and then the purple devil emoji from the previous <laughs> profile. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, oh man, that's so good. Purple <laughs> devil emoji. Watch that be the one I get reported for. <laughs> you get reported, yeah. For my untrue dim sum opinions. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Uh. <clears throat> Holy shit, this is kind of long. Okay. Cool. Let's let's make this the last one. Okay. The grand finale. Yeah. I like staying busy. Slow mornings, new release Fridays on Spotify. Oh, me too. Um, hazy IPAs, sushi, spicy food, a lot of spicy mm. food. Authenticity okay. and good book slash movie slash music recommendations. Okay, um, this sounds like a good person. Get, I like hot coffee, toddies, and oh, I see hot coffee, hot toddies, and takes. I see hot takes. That's what you did there. Oh, that's clear, yeah. yeah. Before we go on a date, you should know, my sarcastic voice sounds a lot like my normal voice. Sorry in advance. Wow, that was, like, sarcastic in itself. But I'll like you a little more if you can catch my sarcasm and dish it back. Uh, she's losing me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, if he would have left it there, that would have been a perfectly meta-sarcastic... Like thing, but go off, I guess. Something new I want to try: making sourdough bread. Uh, what terrifies you? Not being self-aware. 
and bugs. LOL. I like this girl. <laughs> I like this girl. What makes a relationship successful? Chemistry, uh, consideration for the other person's time and life outside of the relationship. Ah, neat. Me too. Being on the same page about the big things and being able to communicate when you're not on the same page about the little things. Wow. Yes. How's she on a dating? <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, you're single. You're kind of kicking ass right now. Um. Is that is that yeah, all? That's it. Wow, I kind of like that one. Yeah. I don't want to fuck this one up. <laughs> I might actually try this time. Yeah. You're like, you're gonna fucking um, hook me up a little hard. <laughs> oh man. Do we have to think of something sarcastic? Oh, I don't know. To try to to try and impress her, or should we just compliment her on how how well articulated her needs are? That's <laughs> a person. Yeah, I know. She thinks I'm being sarcastic, but I'm, like, really genuinely <laughs> impressed. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, genuinely impressed. Um, um, man, sarcasm really doesn't work when I'm trying to think about it. Yeah. Um... Oh man, I I don't want to fuck this one up. I don't want to mess. I don't want you to lose this one. <laughs> oh, potentially, um, say, oh shit, <laughs> I don't know. What are you thinking right now? Um, I don't know. I was thinking of trying to do something with the good book, movie, music recommendations. Okay. Um, but I can't <laughs> stream emotion side. Stream just shoot your shot. Just be like, have you streamed emotion lately? <laughs> um, because I, a couple weeks ago, I recorded a podcast <laughs> with my little brother about Carly Rae Jepsen that was three and a half hours long. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. And then do I link the podcast? What a, what's the move? <laughs> do not link the podcast because when she gets to this segment of that episode, she's gonna be like, "Wow, these guys are busy." <laughs> she she sees, she listens to that and she listens to the next one, which is this one yeah. where we're talking about her dating. <laughs> Definitely don't link the podcast. God, I've linked the podcast so many times. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> these women are clicking these uh, links. <laughs> I know, they're going to fuck. They're just like, I'm just a bit on a podcast. <laughs> fuck. God. This, this whole podcast ruined my, like, Chances of romance on dating apps, and it's okay. That's okay. Uh, 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 
Um, fuck. Yeah, I also, I'm like, dang, I kind of like this person, too. <laughs> like, I know. Um. <laughs> you know what? If you say something Carly Rae Jepsen related, and they either say, ew, Carly Rae Jepsen, or don't respond... Is that really someone you want in your Ooh, life? Ooh, that is true. So, <laughs> stream emotions. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to mention, or you could just say, my bro- my my little bro and I <laughs> talking about Carly Rae Jepsen for three and a half hours on the phone last week. <laughs> oh, shit. On the telephone. Yeah. I'll just or on yeah, Zoom. I'll just be a, I'll just say you ever stream emotion and I'll just like stylize emotion. Okay. <laughs> and then um pride flag emoji. Yeah. Do 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 Sorry, it's, it's you ever stream emotion? <laughs> Was there anything after that? Pride. Uh, the gay emoji. Oh yeah, the pride emotion. Pride emotion. <laughs> pride emotion. <laughs> <laughs> is it just a rainbow? Or is there a flag of a rainbow? There's no. There should be a flag if you go to the flag section. I see. Oh, there it is. Boom. If she rejects me, then she is a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, let's rationalize. Yeah. She's Abby. <laughs> she's, she's, Abby. She's, she's Abby to the uh, to the, the the normie gamer. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go through these fast, and if we don't find anything that sticks out, then okay, that'll be the that's we'll uh, that'll be a good it. way to end it. Yeah. <clears throat> this person's a vegan Disney person. <laughs> I like meat and California's great America. <laughs> <laughs> I only eat meat and go to Six Flags. <laughs> I only eat meat and, and go to Great America. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You ever see a person like try and be interesting on a dating app and they just like fail? That was like a. I feel like that's ev- literally every profile that you've read to me <laughs> in this episode and the past one up until the one you just. <laughs> uh, all right, there's nothing like super good so far, so I think that's okay. a good way to end it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, go uh. Go play Last of Us Part Two. Even yeah, if don't if, be a fuckhead gamer. Yeah, if you haven't played Last of Us Part One, just dive into Last of Us Part Two and let us know what you think. Yeah, <laughs> let us know what you think. Uh, um, and one thing we didn't get to was, um, oh, never mind. I lost it. <laughs>
Never mind. It's gone. All right. I'll text you yeah. about it later. Um, stream emotion. Stream emotion. <laughs> yeah. Running joke. All right. Peace. Peace.